kid. I remember when a live like 2007 happened, I begged my mom to go to Coachella so I could go see Daft Punk because that's where they were playing. Did you go? No. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, girl. You're listening to the Cinephilia Podcast. With your hosts, Michael Gaddy and Trevor Macid. Mmm, Cinephilia. But we love movies so much, it should be illegal. Hello and welcome to Cinephilia, the podcast, episode number 12. Today we have a special guest. But before we get to that, my name's Michael Gaddy. Maybe I should say that. My name's Trevor. It's never going to go well with the name, so we always have to comment on it. Or I was, yeah. Anyways, um, so how are things been? <laughs> things have been good. Uh, yeah. Well, I've been working stupid late shifts at, till three. Oh, that one. It, it's it's only one, so it's not like I'm constantly working it. But I'm not able to sleep more than like five hours when I have to do that. So then it just basically wasted my day off yesterday because i had to do that on tuesday but i feel fine today thankfully unlike last week where it was the night before recording so i was just like uh, what i'm talking about this movie uh but speaking of last week let's talk about that first i want to mention that it was late i apologize i've been i picked up on quite a bit of hours over that weekend and i was busy on friday friday used to be the days i would be uh, editing the episodes i won't be able to do that tomorrow with this episode because i'm going to disneyland uh but hopefully on the weekend i'll find some more time than i was able to last weekend and hopefully this one will go out on time i'm off monday as of right now so hopefully i'll be able to edit on monday uh if Fingers not crossed uh so maybe later on monday at worst but we'll see and i also mentioned we also talked about communism and socialism and how especially in the 50s that was so anti the idea of it was anti-american and i think one of the reasons why it was considered so un-american that i didn't mention in the last episode was the fact that uh communism is a godless concept so like there is no god if you uh, are a communist oh yeah so that idea of there being no god and the bible thumpers of the 50s that idea was you know what the it can't of the 50s well especially the 50s but still today still prevalent to this day and uh speaking of those type of people we were talking about cousins <laughs> we said that someone was somebody's cousin once removed patrick swayze's cousin once removed is about generations so like your dad's cousin is your first cousin once removed okay so foreign to concept, clarify i still don't thank you for clarifying but it still doesn't mean anything to me how it's removed is the generation it's one generation removed from your generation so your cousin your parents siblings child is your first cousin so if you had a kid that would be your kid's first cousin once removed okay i don't understand this fucking back to the future genealogy <laughs> experiment on my own doing. grandpa <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so let's uh let's talk to our guest now uh trevor you know him better so you go ahead and uh, introduce him cool so um this is our one uh f- fan and listener this is this is the one um he's from france he's from (laughs) he's from france um he's uh kind of well we don't even have to say he's a fan of the show what he's not jesus christ Tressa. okay (laughs) um (laughs) he's a friend and a follower of the show um i know he's uh he has a 
what's the word I'm looking for? We're gonna have to do this again. No, we'll just keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, so Keaton is a friend and a fan of his the name's show. Keaton. We his, figured that his out. His name somewhere. is Keaton. Yeah, his name is Keaton. He's a friend and fan of the show. Um, one of our few. Um, <laughs> We invited him on because uh, he's one of the few people that connects with me regularly about our episodes and um, had an interest in being on the show and discussing his top 10. Uh, I'm always looking for people, we are always looking for people to come on who can maybe bring a little bit of uh, different... I guess flavors for lack of a better word um, as far as top 10 goes so I'm very interested to see what Keaton brings to the table as far as his top 10 and likes and dislikes so uh, Keaton after that long-winded hello say hi hi Uh, my name is Keaton I would say I'm Tressa's cousin I I don't know I don't know that whole you know that whole tree of stuff Uh, yeah I didn't know if you wanted to discuss that but Keaton is uh, I guess Tressa's cousin yeah I guess that's how Uh, speaking of cousins we talked about that in the intro sorry to cut you off uh i mean yeah i've been watching your podcast ever since my mom told me about it i don't know when she told me about it but i watched the first couple episodes i've been trying to watch the rest of them but i've been really busy with work and i haven't been able to sit down and like watch a movie and stuff like that lately so but, uh, That's okay. I know we can be long-winded, so... No, yeah. I mean, I like that. I like that. I, especially with the top tens, I found it really interesting with the certain movies. Like, I had watched uh, Children of Men and uh, Eternal Sunshine, because I had never heard of those movies. So, And I really mm-hmm. liked both of them. They were both pretty good. I really liked how Children of Men was kind of, like, shot almost like... kind of looked like a documentary at times. Like, yep, the, last, the last scene where, you know, everything's going to hell... And it's just really like shaky cam, like he's being followed by the cameraman himself. So I really like that for sure. Yeah, that's uh, one of my favorite aspects of that movie. Um, we don't have to get into it because everyone knows my feelings about that yeah. movie. But the way that it's shot and the cinematography of that movie really like changed the way that I look at cinematography in movies in general. Um, I do want to say a disclaimer. I mean, it should be obvious by now that he's not here with us. Although Oscar's episode sounded like he wasn't here in front of us, but he, <laughs> he was. He was like in six feet away. Yeah, yeah there, that was our, there was there is some echo, but you know, it is what it is. That was our limitation. Then we're hoping to have fixed that issue. So well, we are we communicating through Zoom, so there may yeah. be a difference of audio quality. So bear with us and delay. So if one of us uh, interrupts him or he interrupts us, that's because of the delay, not because yeah. we're assholes. Rude. I mean, we are assholes, but. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like I've cool. always. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. Please no, talk as say, much like, as you want. See, uh, that's, case that's in point. It's case in point exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say. I like, feel like I've always been into movies, but as a kid, I didn't really care about like like more cinematic movies, more that like you know more stuff that wins awards and stuff like that. I was watching like Transformers and like stuff like that. I was watching like really. I mean, they're not terrible movies, but they're also not good movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I remember, like, Star Wars was probably the f- one of the big obsessions I had as a kid. Even though, like, I know, like, I know I talked to my mom about Iron Giant. I'm like, I don't remember really any of that. I don't remember <laughs> that. Like, that movie's not in my top ten at all, so. Okay, like, that's good. So you heard us talking about yeah, that? Yeah, I did. 
I did hear about yeah. that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I remember watching it, but I don't remember like being obsessed with it like too much. I guess more than like not as much as Star Wars, because like with Star Wars, I like played all the games and I went to Star. I went to the Star Wars celebration one year. That was pretty cool. I wow. got a picture signed by the General Grievous voice actor because I really cool. liked his character. And as a kid, there was certain movies. We had a DVD player in our car, and there would be certain Ooh, look movies. Look at money bags over here. <laughs> <laughs> DVD player in the car. It was. So, I don't even know when that was. Like two thousand. I don't know. Eight. Two thousand six. I don't know. Uh, and certain movies we just leave on loop in the car. Like they would stay in the DVD player. Once they were over, they would just restart. So like. Some of those movies are just ingrained in my head, like Blades of Glory and Benchwarmers and <laughs> Mr. Bean's Holiday. Yeah, it's a really interesting collection of movies that were in the car. But even, like, I think in high school, I actually wanted to do more so of, like, something to do with video games. And right. I tried 3D modeling and coding, and I just didn't like it. Like, it wasn't my thing. And after... I think realizing those things weren't my thing, I kind of realized I had a liking towards film and I could go on about certain movies that I like or hate. Like, there's only a couple movies off the top of my head that I absolutely despise. And that So, actually, I'm going to interrupt you because that's actually a question I have because I know that you're very passionate about things in general yeah because uh, i've read some of your reviews on things oh, so yeah. that's go, a question I go, that i have i go later. on on instagram about stuff so later on i will definitely ask you what movies uh you despise because that'd be i'm always I have, interested to hear movies yeah, that I, people hate i definitely have a couple of them so okay good keep them in mind right. okay. so uh let's uh go back to the beginning what um i mean you have such a name synonymous with uh, hollywood actors so obviously there's uh, got to be some Keaton. kind of origin with you in film so where did it start where do you what's your earliest remember earliest memory of uh love for movies oh my god uh stole my question you fucking asshole it was <laughs> <laughs> it was pro- i feel like it was probably like star wars i think out of like all the movies i watched as a kid i think star wars was the one i obsessed over the most as i had like all these toys you know i still have one of them in my room it's kind of all busted but uh i had remember i had a star wars like birthday party like i think that might have been the first like movie that i really like fell in love with and realized like this is pretty cool in the whole universe as a general i don't know yeah i think that was probably the earliest i can think of so uh, I actually have another question kind of going off that. So um, for people who don't know you, you actually were named after Buster Keaton, yep, correct? I was. Cool. Um, My dad is so, a big Buster Keaton fan. Yeah, uh, we are too. Just like, well, I am. I was going to say, I haven't really myself. seen Buster Keaton, but I'm sure I would love him. I, I'm more Chaplin yeah. and Three Stooges. And- so I guess being named after one of the geniuses of silent film, um, were you ever exposed to any of the like classic comedians of the silent era like uh, chaplin or I know, Earl boyd i know my dad tried to introduce me to that stuff as a kid and i really didn't care like to me it was boring but you know like as i grew up more and kind of like started to like analyze film and kind of like 
appreciated. I kind of realized, yeah, like when I had to do an early film class, that's when I kind of first saw like some of his films and I was, I thought they were pretty good. And like, even for like early comedy, like they're still pretty funny to this day. Like you can't, like there's some comedy films like, you know, over the early 2000s that are like, they're so dated. It's not even funny. Uh, but you know, his is, it still holds up. And there's something really yeah, to like it, appreciate about that, especially Keaton, because um, he was a very like physical mm-hmm. performer. So like his comedy is like physical, yeah. And he always had like a straight face, and like the shit that he was doing without like obviously CGI or right. you know wire work or anything like that is like literally still to this day like incredible. Yeah, the stuff that I he think was doing. The one I remember the most is when he gets sucked into the. Uh, the factory machine and he's kind of just following along the thing he's working on and going through the inner workings of the machine I believe it's been a while since oh, I saw a that Chaplin one. in modern times yeah I think that's what it was yeah that what, one's pretty what's good. a famous for the the audience who's listening what's a famous Keaton thing that we've all seen because like Harold Lloyd has the clock Chaplin has the uh, inside the machine so Keaton, one of the most famous things, Buster Keaton, sorry, not you, Keaton, <laughs> um, is the um, the whole front of the house falling on him, and mm-hmm. it he's like standing, and it falls like perfectly. Yeah. And then I that's would like s- one of his famous ones. I would say his most famous movie is maybe The General. I don't know. That's the one I hear yeah. a lot the most whenever they bring up Buster Keaton. Yeah, Sherlock Junior is one of my favorites. He's uh, Sherlock Bill, or sorry, Sherlock said Sherlock Steamboat Bill Jr. is Mm -hmm. one of his too right I think that's one of the ones that uh, Walt Disney went ooh I'll I'll steal that name but call him Steamboat Willie oh I had it that's what it's I had a couple months ago I had an obsession with Walt Disney that was very interesting I obsessed over his whole Epcot idea his original idea for Epcot it's so cool (laughs) yes it was and it's kind of I mean, insane to think about what it could have been. It could have been, but you know, there was also the underlying fact of you know, people were kind of forced to work to be there, so yeah. I, I saw people like the worries people had, you know, building it. But I think it could have been really been something interesting if it came to fruition. Yeah, talking about one of our uh, subjects we mentioned in the last episode about socialism, it's funny because he was he testified at uh, Walt Disney testified to the house Amer- un-American activities committee. And he named, he named a couple names. He didn't name a lot, but he did name names and he was very much anti socialism because of his workers starting to unionize in the early forties. Uh, and then you have the idea of Epcot and it's the most socialist idea of all time. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you have to be working to yeah. live there. And also you're yeah. in a bubble that people of the park could just look into and just watch you like you're also like a guinea pig at that point like that i think yeah. that was the creepy part of you know like oh the guests could look into the world of epcot but really it's like it's not like an attraction it's those are real people like living and yeah. going to work and doing what they need to do <laughs> yeah he didn't want to make another theme park after disneyland he, he was going to no, build a second was, theme park he in was Florida. done he was but, he uh, handed all that stuff to the other people. He wanted to make Epcot. He was just full mm-hmm. blown. I want to do Epcot. I don't care about the animation anymore. Yeah. Um, for a more detailed uh, explanation, and I guess pretty much a documentary of um, what Epcot was supposed to be and the whole history of it, there's the YouTube page Defunct Land. They oh, have a really good episode about uh, 
Epcot. Oh, I love they're good. Don't go plugging other people's YouTubes, man. No, I'm just kidding. He's actually. I'm a no, socialist. I love, so I, his, <laughs> I've seen some good stuff on there. I love when he Not talks about like all the abandoned rides, like the rides that yeah. I wish I could have like been on, like the aliens, the alien ride at Disney World before it was yeah. the Stitch ride. And now it's nothing. Now it's yeah. Now I don't even know. I think it. I don't know what it is now. I think it's gone like completely. Yeah, I think it's an empty. Yeah, I think it's just building. an empty auditorium building. I think it's a break room. Yeah, I think it might be that. Was it now. a? Was it like a shooting game, like Buzz no, Lightyear? No, it was what was shooting right. It was an inner like you sat down in a room, and basically the original story was that they're gonna test a transportation like technology, and you guys are the crowd to first see it, and what happens is that instead of transporting over like this general that was gonna like tell the people about it and test it, they accidentally teleport like this space monster. And it turns into this whole horror 4D effect. Like, you'll feel something, like, slithering under your legs. Like, there'll be air shooting at you. It kind of... It's pitch black, too. So, like, you don't know where it is at all. And it was actually alien from the the movie, right? 20th Century Fox no, I, series. I think they originally wanted it to, but they couldn't get the license for it. Well, they have it now. But now, uh, yeah, now they do. They could easily bring it back. Like the only reason they didn't like revamp it after uh, it shut down was that what the actor, the main actor, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, he got into some shit. <laughs> he got in hot yeah. water. Who was so. it? Jeffrey Jones from. Uh, he's like in Ed Wood, um, State. Oh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, he was the. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. like the main uh, guy that got teleported and dies <laughs> the original ride was the flight to the moon ride from the 50s in uh at disneyland yeah. and then they were going to revamp that george lucas was going to be one of the producers creators on it he was to do three rides or attractions um captain eo star tours and alien counter was going to be the third one but it ended up yeah they, well, they did open it at uh, florida but um obviously indiana jones became the third ride at disneyland with george lucas's name on it but we digress. <laughs> Welcome to the thank, Disney thank yeah, the Disney <laughs> podcast. Disney podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised actually, Getty, that you don't have a Disney history podcast. I had a history podcast for a while called Pop You Podcast. It was like a pop culture university podcast or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to do it again because I I had like a bunch of episodes recorded. So okay, I guess this will be our last episode. But <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody. It's been a wild. <laughs> three months uh, I feel like I had more questions oh yeah since you are uh, a listener of ours uh, have you left a five star review yeah I did <laughs> I actually did okay good you're allowed to continue to be on this I did. podcast I didn't even know that Spotify had reviews until like a couple weeks ago and I saw it and I'm I like, think it's oh. a recent thing yeah I think it is I don't I watch a lot of podcasts on Spotify so so um, you kind of already touched on this um, about movies that kind of I don't know uh, movies that you were exposed to at a young age that got you really interested in movies um, other than Star Wars were there any other ones other than the top 10 list yeah hopefully not included on your top 10 I mean I don't really I can't really think of any like I didn't really watch a lot of like yeah I don't really remember serious movies yeah I think it was just a lot of like comedy movies and like kids movies and stuff like that but even that, like, 
for i mean we talked about iron giant but you said you don't really remember it but like you know even like something like that can change the way you look at movies it doesn't it doesn't matter that it's a comedy or yeah because comedies can be my favorite movies provoking too I don't really consider Back to the Future a comedy, but <laughs> watch it with I a mean, group of people. Oh, you have. I could see <laughs> it being a comedy, but yeah, I can also see it not being a comedy. Yeah, like it is a comedy. The sci-fi stuff is to make the plot make sense. I would just call it a drama, but it's just for drama. Just man. for drama, man. Just it's just for drama, man. I mean, besides <laughs> Star Wars, I think at, at a young age, my mom exposed me to Jackass. Okay. Yeah. That's it. I love like it. any good bomb should. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. I, I love Jackass. That's something I think I've yeah, me too. Always loved as a. I don't know when I got first introduced to it, but I've been watching it ever since. What'd you think of the new one? I loved it. I even watched. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. I even watched Four Point Five that came out recently. I need to. What is that? It's um, the, all the cut re- stuff. Okay. But it's yeah. this one so is more so tech. like a behind the scenes kind of like they're actually talking to them about like how it's like to be back which i i actually do like a lot yeah it's kind of a mixture of like uh behind the scenes with uh deleted scenes yeah i like it uh, i think they, it works they did it with uh, the second third and the second yeah, third I one remember and seeing, uh, like other bad grandpa. parts of them yeah yeah i didn't or, like, even know they did it with bad grandpa actually i had yeah, saw I that saw that it's all well, right bad grandpa's fun a lot of fun really? it's basically just the old makeup it's, yeah, for it's an entire fun. movie that's one of my favorite skits in the first Jackass is where he goes into the liquor store and he's like stealing stuff. Yeah. And he's like, hopefully you can find this cliff. And he's like, he's the oh, Lon Chaney's <laughs> lover. Like, Go love him. I love him. <laughs> Go love him then. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So what are you doing? You know, I ought to arrest you right now with all that in your clothes. What's wrong with you? What are you talking about? Get this out of your pocket, man. That's all me. All of this. That's all, of all that. me. What is this bullshit? What is going on? Don't never come in here no what more, you, man. Get out and take the other stuff out of your pockets. Jeez. Get it all out. That's how you treat an old man. Yeah, yeah go. An old man that steals, I can't believe it. What is wrong with you? Get out. 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 Get We've we've mentioned everything I could think of to ask right now, at least. Yeah, kind of getting your your roots and your you know, so people can understand kind of where you're coming from with your um, a litmus test, your likes and dislikes and stuff like that. So, yeah, dude, if you're ready, we're ready for number ten. All right, number ten. Number ten is uh, one of the movies that got stuck in the car, and it's uh, Benchwarmers. From the sandlots of Topeka, Kansas, to the ivy-covered walls of Wrigley Field. The game of baseball has always been played with dignity and grace. Ow! Oh, dang it! Until now. Meet Richie, Gus, oh. and Clark. Gus! Can't hear us! They were three guys who never got respect. Clark the Dork and Richie Itchie. <laughs> Until they took a stand. Hey, losers! Get off this field. For the little guy. Stop picking on that kid. We have practice here, so go. You want the field so bad? We'll play you for it. But there are nine of us and three of you. Time to meet your makers. Makers of what? Poop. <laughs> Which one is that? 
the one with because I, I know there was like a lot of the same. Oh, it's got uh, Rob Schneider, uh, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite, David Spade, uh, and they're playing against little leaguers as the three old guys. I think I remember. I can picture the the cover, like the mm-hmm. the movie cover on it's my, ba- in it's my head. It's basically just Rob Schneider in the front, and the two guys in the back, and yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's basically become like the movie that all my family loves and we watch it from like time to time and we can pretty much quote the whole movie that's how many times we've watched it so it's kind of like um, aside from it being like a movie that you like it's kind of like um, it's it's uh, like a tying element like it brings the family together kind of and it's it's, like you have strong ties to it as far as like your emotional response to it yeah we i remember there would be certain scenes we just on like dvd we'd put like the a and the b and we just watch one scene over and over just laughing our asses (laughs) off over just one stupid joke do you still uh find it funny like do you still laugh at it yeah i mean uh i watched it i think maybe last year i mean i try to watch it like once a year and it was, mm-hmm. me and my friend, we watched it, and it was still funny. Like, we still laughed at it. It was That movie cracks me up. Good. I well, don't, as long as it's still funny. I to mean, yeah. it'll maybe get dated when, you know, Blurns Ball comes. That's a stupid <laughs> Futurama reference. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, was okay. like, what? <laughs> I actually got that one. I didn't, surprisingly. Hey, I'm starting to get the hang of this game. The, the Blurns are loaded, the count's three Blurns and two anti-Blurns, and the infield Blurn rule is in effect, right? Except for the word blurn, that was complete gibberish. I thought, um, I thought of that stupid reference when I was at work. I'm like, that's a stupid reference. <laughs> you dropped it, and I'm sure there's going to be one person that gets it's it. It's like, I got so it! Jokes we've told I got we the know. reference! <laughs> Give yeah, up I, on it. I get it. <laughs> um, I do remember renting this from the store, the grocery store I was working at, and watching it like while I was driving I I with mean, I m- on my laptop. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds really safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds really safe so i had a dvd player in my car too <laughs> in the laptop illegally <laughs> no I'm, i miss blockbuster renting movies and stuff like that Redbox box isn't I think the we same all do. in the warehouse no it's not the warehouse yeah um hollywood video yeah going there as a kid and like getting renting candy video games. renting video games yeah see the new movies that are out i love that mm-hmm. experience that was that was so much fun i agree I that's, used to. That's a big part of my childhood too. Is like I, I have fond memories of going to Blockbuster. And they can't even rent Redbox games because people are mm-hmm. assholes. I was trying to talk my dad into uh, always like renting a game, you know. Yeah. So we used um, to. Uh, I used to search the shelves like three, four, five times. My parents would be like, "Well, I guess if you can't find anything," and I'm like, "No, I gotta find something." And there's so many movies now in retrospect that I wish I like rented. And I never watched as a kid. You like E.T. I didn't watch until film school. Just all these movies like that I would have loved to have seen as a kid. And I don't know why I didn't. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because they just didn't grab you in yeah. one way or another. Yeah, as, I mean, as a kid, it's like, it's like you know, I, I don't know. For example, like, I don't know, Lost Boys. Like, that wouldn't have grabbed me. I think it may have, would have grabbed me because of, like, oh, actually, I remembered another thing I'd watch as a kid. 24. Uh, with the TV Sutherland. show with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Okay. okay, I would watch that with my dad. Like, but uh, <laughs> so you're talking about um, the Lost Boys, the yeah. '80s movie, right? yeah, with Kiefer. It's like yeah. as a That's kid, a I don't one. think Joel I would. It would have. It wouldn't have interested me. I like, I'd been like, "What is this?" 
and move on. I'd probably go pick something that's like a comedy or animated, but or even just go get a video game. Yeah, for sure. Number nine is uh, Django Unchained. Do you know what a bounty hunter is? You kill people, and they give you a reward. Hmm. Better they are, bigger the reward. I need your help. I'm looking for the Brittle Brothers. However, I don't know what they look like, but you do. Nice. Let's go. Good choice. I, I love that movie. Like, out of all of his movies, I really thought about it because I wanted to put one of his movies on here. I think mm-hmm. that might be my favorite one. Like, it's just the acting, the actors themselves. I know he always has, like, the same actors, pretty much, but, like, I don't know. It's just so good in the mix of this movie and setting. Especially, like, the, I think the comedy scenes, like, the funny scenes in this one are, I think they're the best ones, like, the whole, like, KKK scene where they're talking about the bags or no bags. It's like, you yeah, guys. Yeah, where they're talking shit. Yeah, it's like, you guys are lousy sons of bitches. My wife stayed up and made these masks for you. It's, oh, I love that scene. And it's just the fact it goes on forever. It's just, I wish it would go on. Yeah, it's funny because it's like you're that scene is like we're laughing at it because it's like KKK members being it starts what they out are serious like, and then it dumb racist yeah and then it devolves and, uh, into them going are we gonna use the bags or not it's like yeah it's great uh, and then it I'll is f- a great scene and that's a that's honestly it's probably one of my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies like it's not on my top ten list of all movies of all time mm-hmm. but um, I remember seeing it and i still love that movie didn't we see it at like amc at downtown disney together or did i see it with somebody else probably someone else because i remember i saw it on because it came out on christmas i think so yeah and i went and took tressa to see it like on christmas day and that was just tressa who love that movie (laughs) especially all the violence that was a good one um i might have seen it with you because i remember seeing it multiple times in theaters but i'm not sure i don't know how many times i've seen that and like i remember learning about the fact that like leonardo dicaprio actually bled like he actually cut his hand <laughs> in the dinner scene like <laughs> that's crazy it's like a famous um it is I really see that on famous. reddit all the uh, time i see it every it's, now and then it's like oh did you yeah. know leonardo dicaprio cut his hand in the dinner scene and it's like yeah now i, now I see it so acting. many times and i'm just like i know i found a meme that said like the top 10 facts about Quentin Tarantino movies and all 10 facts were that fact. <laughs> just reworded differently. I probably did that. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's really funny. I mean, it's, I don't know why it's such a like huge fact, but I think it's just become a giant meme at this point. Probably I think cause it, I mean, it is impressive that he did that. And it's just like one person's like reposting it as if they were the originator mm-hmm. of the, the idea. And then it just kind of, went on and on and now everybody's heard of it so now everyone just continues propagating it because yeah they think it's funny there were two people recently who on tiktok said i didn't know that ethan hawk and uma thurman's daughter was whatever her name is from uh stranger things oh my the god person no, with the last stop. name hawk. yeah <laughs> Why? that's so obvious though her last right? name is hawk come on and she looks like uma thurman <laughs> that's so funny it's so obvious i don't get it I'm sure we've said something on here that someone's like, I've heard that a billion times before. Yeah. Like, oh, Walt Disney wanted to start Epcot? Like, no oh, shit, man. Sherlock. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. You know, Epcot exists. It's there right now. <laughs> yeah. 
experimental prototype community tomorrow, motherfucker. Wow. 10 points for you for knowing what Epcot stands for. There's your fun fact for the day, ladies and gentlemen. That's why it makes more sense when you uh, know what it used to be, or it was supposed to be, because it says community in there and not theme park. <laughs> and it's prototype, right? The P yeah. stands for prototype. Yeah, experimental prototype city of tomorrow. Or is that, yeah. Or Epcot, yeah. Is it community? Community, community yeah. I wasn't going to... I was like, Gaddy's shaking his head over here. I'm He's sorry. Really yeah. you go, you if you go on Reddit, but the most exciting, the far, the most important part of our Florida project, in fact, the heart of everything we'll be doing in Disney World, will be our experimental prototype city of tomorrow. We call it Epcot, spelled E P C O T, experimental prototype community of tomorrow. All right, moving right along. What do you got for number eight? Number eight is uh, Commando. They hunted him down. You know, Colonel, we went to a lot of trouble to find you. They murdered his friends. And they took the only thing he would kill for. If he wants your kid back, then you gotta cooperate. Right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow, Someone's gonna pay. The original Pretty one with movie. Arnold, because I think they Classic. remade that a couple of years ago. Or did they? I don't remember. No, I not feel that like... one. They remade Predator. Oh yeah, that's okay. Never mind. Yeah. Well, sequelized or whatever. Commando. Uh, we were talking about that a couple episodes ago. I don't remember why, but I, we were talking has, about 1985. It has such a sweet intro. For yeah, that. Exactly. it's like the best introduction to any Arnold movie ever. <laughs> he's just carrying the, the whole log. I love yeah, that tree trunk, that tree trunk on so his fucking funny. shoulder. He's eating the carried... deer, eating ice cream with his daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just living in the wilderness, being a full-on wilderness man, just chopping his own wood. But he has a sweet side too, because then they feed deer together, and then he they get ice cream, yeah. and they're all smiles, and then he throws a guy off a cliff. I lied. Matrix. I love that. That just his puns in that movie are great. Like, it, yeah, it that's like the height of '80s like action hero yeah. like tropes, and just like. All um, his really like his movies in like the eighties and nineties, his the puns are so good. Especially yeah, in he, that uh, one. Like he sticks a guy with a ballista knife, he goes, Stick around. Yeah, that's like the funniest part is like that end battle where he throws the guy uh he throws the pipe at the guy. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some steam. Up and, some and he starts steaming. Yeah. 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 Oh man, that, that's classic. Just, that whole movie is just full <laughs> of one liners. Doesn't Bennett pull out the knife and like lick it at one point? No, I think you're thinking of your dream last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen that movie I'm in a while. So. <laughs> I not find that funny. <laughs> oh boy, that's that's okay. Um, yeah, I think we can all agree in that movie being uh, a amazing, it's a wild amazing, ride. amazingly it, bad but good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those movies that's like it's bad but it's good like arnold is not a great actor like at all like i love all of his movies except like his newer ones like i think i watched the last stand and i was like oh it's got johnny knoxville in him what could go wrong a lot of things can go wrong (laughs) i think he knows his strengths Mm -hmm. yes and he plays to that yeah or at least he did yeah before running for governor Yeah. yeah i think i think all the movies after that are kind of it's whatever. He's but he has a fun TikTok account. Oh yeah, Does he? 
I've only seen a couple of videos where he's like telling a donkey that he owns that uh, like he's he's uh, like what people are saying about him. I yeah, guess like maybe the donkey went to like some kind of like what's the word I I'm looking he for? Owns donkeys, like because sc- my mom has a jacket with his face on it and donkeys. <laughs> Does it say anything, or I is it just a picture it, of both of I them? I forgot what it says. I never like I never I've seen it like, but I don't remember what it says exactly. I just know it's got Arnold the and biggest donkeys ass on this picture. On it. Good one, because mm-hmm. he had sex with his maid. And he did. Yeah, he, he cheated on his wife. Didn't he have an illegitimate child yeah. with her? Yeah. Yep. He's like, that's not mine. And then you look at him, the kid even has the gap in his teeth. He's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you see the the one kid that was like really buff, and the other kid is like <laughs> really <laughs> fat, and just like, wow, you can tell which one is uh, being raised by Arnold. Yeah, the the Mexican kid walking around going, why why are you looking at me like that? He's basically just a mini version of him, basically. Like, that's what he is. I should call him Mini Me. Mini Me. Mini Arnold. Do we have to say anything else about Commando? I think. Well, we could. We don't have to stop talking about Commando. I know we talked about it pretty much at length with the when we were talking about eighty five. But I don't think it was that length. We were just talking about yeah, the intro being remember, classic, but I think we hit on pretty much everything I mean, classic yeah, and memorable. Basically, what yeah. it is, it's just puns and just don't, don't like my friend. He's dead tired. Oh yeah, when he kills the guy on the plane, he snaps <laughs> his neck and then he just puts oh, his hat over yeah, his head. Don't don't wake my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> perfect. Pun. I love that. It's just the puns are just so well crafted for that movie. Like just, I love it. It's I like agree. if you want the best Arnold puns you go for that movie predator and kindergarten cop i like running well, man so much with kindergarten cop but best Just lines quotable yeah Run- kindergarten as far as quotable lines kindergarten, yeah, kindergarten cop, cop is number one i think running man has some too like what happened to buzzsaw oh he had to split <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that's uh, one of the few arnold movies i haven't seen that one's really super good i joke. love that one well it's a good joke i'm kidding running man's great total recall so i mean every, total every recall movie, is like whatever I 80s I like Total Recall, but it's not one of my absolute favorites of his. Even the sixth day where he's uh, fighting the devil? You think you... Uh, what does he say? No, that's not the sixth day. That's End of Days, which end of honestly days, okay. is such a great movie. Sixth Day is the clone one. Arnold is... Like, he's very... He, it's not funny. That movie's, like, dark <laughs> and bleak as fuck, and he's really good in it. But he has that line where he's like, you think you're... You want to fuck with me? You want to fuck with me? You're, you're a fucking choir boy you're compared a choir to me. Yeah. A choir yeah. boy! Yeah. yeah, I've never seen that, but I've, I know that quote for sure. Oh, the movie's actually really, really good. Right, um, let me, let me, I'll put that in my Yeah, list. add that to your list. <laughs> I remember Eraser. Oh, that one's... That one has, like, the end line where he just... The guy in the limo gets ran over, like, you've been erased, <laughs> and then the limo oh blows God. up. That's Wait, no, it wasn't Eraser. No, Six Day was the one where, yeah, he gets cloned, and then, okay, so that's what I'm thinking of. Six Day is the clone one, right? Okay. okay. I, no, I don't know. I haven't I seen mean, that. I haven't seen that or Eraser. Yeah. Where he has Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. Junior. Mm. Junior. I love Junior. That, that one's just Junior's, awful. I love Junior, but it's so bad. Yeah. Like, it's such an absurd movie. Just See, that's Arnold Pregnant. Sequel. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's what the guy who came in, he was like finishing Arnold a line of Pregnant. coke and he's like, I got, I, I got, I got it. the perfect idea. I got it. I'm like, fun that <laughs> movie like, right yeah. now. And best cool. part, Danny DeVito. <gasps> Remember when they were twins? Now they're <laughs> now parents. parents. Yeah. No, I, I All think right, cool. Here's, here's $40 million. Yeah. Go, make it. <laughs> Go make it. We love you, Arda. Go make it. We don't care. <laughs> I mean, this was around the time that like Speed and 
bad boys and movies like that were coming out so why not why not to, uh, to battle the toxic masculinity out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's probably the most sexist idea ever it's like women complain all the time about being pregnant now so let's, let's get like the Arnold toughest man ever to about come it. in and just be like it's so easy <laughs> it's I want to see my baby <laughs> it has a dream sequence where he imagines what his child looks like and they superimpose his yeah. face on a baby's Dada. face and it's like what Dada. I want to see that it's so bad I've it's never so I've never funny. seen the movie but I want to see that Hold you gotta on. see both let of me, them twins let me do some Google and here. junior they're both great. I've definitely seen twins and I, I like twins yeah where you're like never mind we lift the car to turn off the alarm <laughs> no I just remember the scene in um, where he's wearing like a very very tight shirt and he like he flexes his bicep and it like rips the shirt <laughs> sounds about right yeah they gotta have uh, a scene like that in there then of course there's Batman and Robin oh, oh of course. man that's that's the most punny movie that, that <laughs> yeah. movie is I, freezing I only, hell Batman freezing hell Batman oh what killed the dinosaurs oh no that's that's last action hero that's a different movie but oh what killed the dinosaurs that's uh that's batman uh, batman robin oh is batman it Superman. oh it is okay yeah. never mind. what killed the dinosaurs <laughs> the, ice age. the ice age i'm looking at that photo of the arnold's face superimposed on the baby <laughs> that should be the, the fucking cover <laughs> the art for this episode that's horrific <laughs> it's so bad he's got like a eight head oh my god that's terrible Okay, enough about fucking Arnold. Yeah, we can. What are you doing, Arnold? <laughs> what? What are you doing, Arnold? <laughs> That's very good. Um, all right. What wait, was this? Wait, there's Number one seven, last. Right? There's one last uh, quote from Arnold that is great, and it's from his uh, doc, uh, Pumping Iron. It's like oh, it's oh, like yeah. he's he's talking. It's like it's co- it's like coming in a woman. I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? <laughs> but anyways, let's, yeah, let's yeah, move yeah. on. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's all, yeah. All right, so we're on number seven. Number seven is uh, Interstellar. You're a well-educated man, Coop, and a trained pilot. And an engineer. The world doesn't need any more engineers. We didn't run out of planes and television sets. We ran out of food. Dad, why did you need me after something that's bad? Oh, we didn't. Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law doesn't mean that something bad will happen. It means that whatever can happen will happen. We must confront the reality that nothing in our solar system can help us. Oh, yeah. choice. For some reason, I thought you said inner space. I was like, huh, okay. Test pilot Tuck Pendleton wants to make history. Supermarket clerk Jack Putter needs a vacation. Jack, Sir, I'm Jack, sorry. you're late. That's not good. You know it's coupon day. Lieutenant Pendleton is about to be miniaturized, placed into this needle, and then injected into this rabbit. Rock and roll. <laughs> But something went wrong, and Tuck's about to get a new destination. <laughs> Inside Jack Putter. Oh no, Interstellar does. Interstellar. No inner space. Okay, but uh, um, is that Matthew Broderick in it? Broderick in it? That was Martin Short and uh, Dennis Quaid. Mm, okay. 
that's obvious. And Meg Ryan. Huge hit. That's why we all know it. <laughs> a lot of people do. Uh, all right, let's talk Interstellar. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's not many movies that I like praise for the soundtrack, but like that movie has a great soundtrack. Like, I think the main theme of that movie nails like the whole sound and the whole like theme of what's going on in the movie. Like, they're trying to find a habitable planet before like the Earth just dies. You know. Uh, and it's just I think the the soundtrack really carries that movie like the visuals and acting are great like they're they're all right I think Matthew McConaughey's whatever in that movie but I, I'm not a big fan of him in that movie but I think really you don't think that scene where he's listening to the message of um, oh, where he's, that, that, the whole scene daughter. is a meme now Merv I, I know it is, but it it's so good. He's so like that scene, especially where he's like breaking down in tears. Like I agree with Trevor. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt, but uh, I think Interstellar is I'm trying to think of all his movies, with the exception of The Dark Knight. Yeah. I think that's my favorite uh, movie of his because, like you're saying with the the score, I know people give him a lot of shit for his sound mix being like off like yeah. sound effects are always like three level 3000 and then the dialogue's like level 200 oh i have a problem so with that shit godzilla versus king kong that movie was mixed so bad it was dialogue goes and then the, the explosions are like boom just everywhere it's like dude i can't hear i have to like keep adjusting the volume and everything it was so annoying yeah I hate that too. I, my TV tends to do that too, where like the sound effects are like very, very loud and the dialogue's like super quiet. Yeah. So I have to constantly go up constantly and down. Constantly adjust it because, you know, the dialogue's too quiet, but the explosions mm-hmm. and everything else are way too loud. While like, like looking up like the soundtrack of this movie, I f- found out that he actually, Hans Zimmer actually composed the soundtrack for a video game. <laughs> he did a no, Crisis no. 2. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either like, until I played maybe. through it and I was like, I looked it up because that main theme is also really fucking good. And it's just, man. What kind of game is it? It's a first person shooter. It's. Hmm. Yeah. It's futuristic. Futuristic, yeah. If you want to watch something really cool, if you're into the score, Hans Zimmer did this concert in Prague that, like, all the individual tracks are on YouTube. Uh, he does inter- Interstellar. I almost said Interspace. He does Interstellar as, in, uh, as one of the uh, tracks, I guess. I think, um, personally, the as far as the music goes, like it's an incredible moment is when the, the space shuttle is launching and it's so fucking loud because obviously... It's yeah, it's a, a space Chris shuttle. Nolan film, so I saw it at IMAX, yeah, mm-hmm. where the music is like climaxing. Twice. And, well, uh, I meant, yeah. and this, uh, with the space shuttle launch, I was just like, holy shit. Like, you that know, your head is like vibrating really from cool. how much noise. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was like, this movie is like, seriously, like something special. It's not just like, yeah, it's a good, whatever, a good popcorn action movie. movie. Yeah, it whatever. Is. It but was, no, that's why I was like, holy shit. Like, I really love this movie. I also I think really, my favorite scene, sorry. No, I was going to say, I also really like the design of uh, TARS, the robot they have. Mm. It's oh, yeah. just like a slab, but when it starts moving, it just folds out its arms. That that robot's so cool, and just I love that. I think my favorite scene in the movie is the black hole scene. And when I saw it on IMAX the first time, like there's a moment where like the sound cuts out during it, oh, and yeah. I always like it takes all the breath out of my body. 
and then when it lands like finally returns and so when i first saw it was an imax i was like oh my gosh it's incredible and then i saw it on my friend's tv and he had like one of those old tvs and i didn't feel it again like that and then we saw it on imax again when it returned and that feeling came back and then it wasn't until i think 4k i was able to finally watch it on 4k where i got that feeling again but the, yeah just is that when he's like flying into the black hole at first yeah the, the first time they go through the black hole and it's like shaking it's kind of yeah. like 2001 space odyssey exactly yeah. i definitely need to see that in imax or somewhere with a good setup because my setup mostly consists of me putting it on one of my side monitors and just wearing my headphones and that's it i i yeah i need to like i don't really care how i watch a movie but you know i know that like there are some people like, oh, you should watch it like on a theater in a theater. Like watching it on your monitor or whatever is the wrong way to watch it. Like, you're not watching it if you're not watching it in theater. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I'm seeing the same movie, like the whole story and all. But I guess the effect of it is a little different. So I think Gaddy and I are probably elitist about that because we're <laughs> definitely elitist. Yeah, when it comes to a lot uh, of things because I'm definitely movies. one of those people that uh, I'm not saying that you shouldn't or whatever because i understand like people have shit on in the background kind of like background noise like they're not watching a movie but like like my mom yeah sure and tyler too to a certain extent um but like when you go and see and that's why christopher nolan movies since he mainly well he shoots a lot of imax film and makes his films specifically for an imax IMAX, film and when you're seeing that on a you know gigantic screen that actually like pulls you in and is immersive there's no way that you can match that kind of no. uh, viewing experience like at yeah. home so uh, I think, you know i think like it, the only movie that may have i may have had that experience with was probably avatar when i first saw that in theaters mm-hmm. yeah I and that's definitely one for all the shit that avatar gets if you saw it in IMAX 3D, it, yeah, like that I shit saw it was in IMAX like 3D, and then I think because of that, my dad bought a 3D TV, and that that was <laughs> and look at it now, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> yeah, Got in the way of HD DVD, yeah, 3D TVs. Um, are I remember when that was all the rage, and I actually yep. I just I saw um, when Doctor is, Strange, and I, I and I was looking that. for it in 3D specifically. I want to see that, and it's 3D. like hard to find it yeah. in 3D. But it was very well done, but I'm glad that the novelty of 3D kind of wore off. But oh, I feel so now glad. that Avatar's coming out, it's, it's, it's gonna going bring to back kickstart the phrase. It's going to yeah, do it again. The phase, not but phase. I, don't, I hope they don't bring... <laughs> well, not too 3D TVs are going to come back, probably. Maybe they'll be better. No. Some company will Maybe. do it. They'll, they'll try and they'll fail. <laughs> yeah. I remember that when 3D TVs were like all the rage, uh, Panasonic had the only like you had to buy a panasonic tv to get avatar in 3d because it Mm. came bundled with the tv oh i will say panasonic rest in peace they made the (laughs) best fucking tvs like i yeah they're when plasma was still a thing before it was all lcd LCD or led yeah plasma dude couldn't beat that shit what about burning i love that tv we had a we had the disney channel logo burned in our tv (laughs) <laughs> that sucks zoo disney um, that's anything how much else we watch about uh, uh interstellar interstellar not that i could think of offhand without going like for an hour just on interstellar because i could probably do a whole episode about interstellar i agree yeah number six is uh wally nice yeah i absolutely love wally like i don't know where he is i have it's up there i can't get it i have like a little <laughs> wally lego uh but 
that, I think that's just one of those movies I can turn on. And it's just a comfort movie for me. It's like I can sit down and just relax and watch it and just it's a fun time. And like Oscar mentioned in the last or when he came on, just the how the first 30 minutes are just just sound and music. That's it. No dialogue. And it's like it's really cool how that's how they introduce his character because it works really well because he's mostly a completely silent character and I mean the world around him is dead so I think that was the best way they could have shown that the world was dead and he was the only one left yeah I I agree still trying to get Tressa to watch that movie because like I said it is my favorite I love that movie I would say it's my favorite Pixar movie might be my favorite animated movie ever maybe nice it's up there it's definitely top three uh, yeah, I might agree uh, with you. Maybe top five, but I can't think of anything off the top was, of my I head. I would say that's, I would say that's my favorite animation. But there's another animated movie in this list, so the Iron Giant. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yes, the Iron Giant. Woo! I knew it. Iron Giant's up there for me for sure. But uh, about Wally, I uh, watched a video about the technical innovations for each Pixar film, like what each one yeah, brought to uh, movies in general. And with Wally, that was the first Pixar movie to have a free moving camera because usually they would have it very, like the Locked camera would off. move, but it, they would have like scenes where it felt like it was um, handheld or scenes that felt like, like there are shots in the movie that are showing like over the captain as he's going through the different things. And oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, did my pot filter. And he's um, hitting different buttons. And that was something new to that movie. And obviously Roger Deakins, we mentioned, was the... Uh, um, advisor on the movie, technical advisor. Yeah, he showed them how to make the movie look like cameras, film. So show how to make the flaws that he says in the. I hopefully I can find the clip, but no promises. Where he talks about how uh, cameramen have spent centuries trying to get rid of all these flaws that he's teaching them to put into the movie. So yeah, I love how that movie is. That whole movie shot and it's. And it's an animated movie. I mean, it's like, yeah, they could still control the camera in the same way, but it's technology more so than an actual physical camera at times. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I got nothing else to say. This movie, all three of us love. We're just like, mm-hmm. okay. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Star Wars again. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of Waldo, yeah. I will say this one thing about the its relation to Star Wars, that Ben Burt, the guy who came up with all the sounds for the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, he... Uh, was the guy who did the sounds for Wally, mm-hmm. and he's Wally's voice. And they're great. Yeah, so they are really they're, great. That, mm-hmm. that whole movie is just the, the music and all the sounds just fit so well together. And I think that's a I think that's definitely a running theme with this list. It's a lot of like musical orientation or sound effects. Should I move on to the next one? Yeah, go for it. All right, the next one is I don't maybe you've heard of this. I don't know, like. What number is this? Uh, this is five. Number five. Okay. five. The, uh, that's way through. The number five, or yeah, number five is uh, Interstellar five five five. The story yeah, of the, the death secret movie. star system. Yeah. Have you heard I of that? I love. I probably um, have, but it's like a film. That's based animated off of film. Album. Yeah, it's like. Uh, sorry, Discovery. I'll let you discuss yeah. it. Yeah. Convince I, me to I, watch I, this movie. <laughs> there you go. Uh, pitch it. Pitch it to Gaddy. So it's basically like Pink Floyd the Wall. Like right. it's based off of their album Discovery, and it's, but instead of the wall, like there's no dialogue or anything. It's just the sound effects and the music backing the whole animation 
Uh, and the whole story is like really super basic to follow. Like, it's just about this um, musical group that are from another galaxy, and this composer from Earth is trying to like kidnap them and use them to make money in the in, on Earth because their music is so popular. But yeah, like, it's just so well done and how well it fits the music and everything. Like, I think that album is one of my favorite albums because of that movie like i can whenever i listen to that album i can just kind of visualize the whole movie in my head so it kind of adds to that whole album as a whole that's um that's definitely a first and i'm really glad that you brought that because it's some people would say like oh it's not really a movie but i guess technically it is uh anything i guess could be a technically be a movie yeah i mean but, it's, um, an hour and a it's half. really cool watchable it's, it's really great. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, it's like, if you consider, like, whatever, like, they put the Demon Slayer movie in theaters, like, that's a movie. So I guess yeah. it's like, yeah. It, uh, I like how Trevor keeps still. looking at me as if to convince me that it's a movie. <laughs> like, I'm the one saying, no, no it's not I'm a just movie. just looking at you to see your reaction. Fine, I'll fucking look out the window. Is that better? <laughs> <You're looking laughs> that I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Um, the video for One More Time, have you ever, have you ever seen any of the Daft Punk videos? Oh, yeah. Have you seen the one more time one? It's like animated. Oh, the only one that's, that comes to mind from, is the uh, yeah, that's the from the actual. Well, if you saw it, that's yeah. from the actual movie. Does it look like it's an anime? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Okay, I think I've seen. Yeah. It. They're like blue. Harder, harder, better, so. faster, stronger is also that music video is from that too. Yeah. Very cool. Do you know who did the animation for that? Uh, it says it was Toei Animation. Makes sense though. Which yeah, animation so, yeah, is amazing. It, yeah, it, it was is. that animation's great, but. Uh, I mean, I remember, like, I was obsessed with Daft Punk, and I found this, and I instantly bought it, even though it was a lot more expensive at Amoeba than online. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how much more, but I've, I've liked Daft Punk as, since I was a kid. I remember when Alive, like, 2007 happened, I begged my mom to go to Coachella so I could go see Daft Punk, because that's where they were playing. Did you go? No, <laughs> I was like nine or ten when that happened. So oh, okay, that's the intro for the for the episode. <laughs> so you couldn't go to Coachella. When, you're not missing much, honestly. No, yeah, but I just want—I literally just wanted to see Dev Punk live, and that's literally the last time they toured. Wow! And they yeah, just another one up. exploded. Oh yeah, one of them yeah, exploded. Oh, yeah, yeah now one of them exploded. That's gonna—that's how that one's gonna die <laughs> in real life. Yeah. <laughs> probably um the coincidence the irony here's a little fun fact and i don't know if you know this relating to my homework assignment that i gave to getty that we haven't uh discussed yet but uh Tam- thomas i can't pronounce his last thomas, name bing galter bing galter yeah bing galter he did the um the soundtrack oh. and the score for irreversible and well we won't get into that but one of the songs <laughs> has a funny name that relates to the movie that's not really funny but it is um it's somewhat funny somewhat funny <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about do you know the name of the song no i actually didn't no, okay i've never okay. heard of that i was gonna say i should mute or should not hear in case somebody says something I'm like, oh wait i have to edit this so i'm gonna hear it, gonna <laughs> hear it. <laughs> um cool so that's a very interesting and unique choice for number mm-hmm. five i like it so yeah. what's number, number four number four is moonwalker yes <laughs> i knew number i invited four, you on for yeah. some good reason yep it's moon no. <laughs> uh number four is uh her nice with, uh, joaquin phoenix and scarlett johansson and um uh, 
that's been talked about on here and mm-hmm. yeah it's moving on no, okay, no. <laughs> yep, that's I, it. I, like we, we want to hear the reasons why you have it you know kind of high up on, I, on your on your list yeah i i really don't like a lot of like romance story films but like i think just the performances in this film and like the whole setting and how everything is built upon is like really interesting and especially how you never see scarlett johansson she's just this disembodied ai voice uh and you know like like at the beginning of the movie it kind of he progresses because at the beginning of the movie there's the one friend that just he's kind of she's kind of there and he doesn't really notice her but by the end of the movie like he goes through that and realizes that like samantha put him through like all this and he finally gets together with that friend in the end so i don't know that was kind of (laughs) <laughs> no way. I mean, that's not, that's not the biggest part of the whole movie. I think the biggest part of the movie is just, like, their relationship together and how weird it is and finding out that he's not the only one in this relationship. But, I mean, you, you, I kind of realize that when it's more like a product that you buy uh, and it's just, like, this little computer thing, so... Yeah, it's kind of... Um well, obviously, it's a, uh, a criticism on us and how we're relying on, you know, oh, technology no, to help us, and we can't create connections with each other. So it's we, so much we, more real today. Like it's, it's like the farther we get along, it's like the more real that movie is becoming. Actually, yeah, yeah. it's. Like, I mean, people are falling in love with their <laughs> waifus, uh, yeah. anime characters, <laughs> or their only you fans. know their sex dolls. You know, yep, to only bring fans. In, Instagram followers or whatever. To bring it full circle with uh, Star Wars, uh, people were going, oh my gosh, James Earl Jones' son, it's so great, it's Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. No, actually, it's a voice changer AI thing now that kind of does the same thing that Deepfake does. They use AI to, like, to things that James Earl Jones has said in the past, like syllables of things and sounds he's made as Darth Vader. And then Hayden Christensen read his lines and use that as a voice changer oh so they kind of like morph the two together yeah, that's cool to, mm, i don't know i gotta i gotta see it how sounds sounds. perfect really yeah oh, okay it's insane. i was gonna say i was gonna say like from just hearing it i'm like i don't know how that sounds the grand inquisitor means nothing kenobi is all that matters now is that understood it sounds it sounds like an amalgamation that shouldn't it sounds happen, better but it sounds better than rogue one which was james Earl jones like Oh, I don't the early 90 at that one. point trying to like yeah is he still alive james Earl jones? yeah he's still alive but he's in his 90s wow i didn't realize he was that old yeah i didn't I either i forgot Jesus. about rogue one i don't i don't remember that one i like that i saw one. it i'm not a huge fan i like uh, I definitely from what i remember i saw it once it was all right again i saw it at imax because they did a 70 millimeter because they shot it digitally but then they printed yeah. it onto film and they did a 70 millimeter print at the imax and city walk and that was really cool so uh, IMAX sponsor us. Yeah, please IMAX, <laughs> uh, Universal City Walk, Dolby. I'm a stu- I'm a Stubbs member. Come on, give us <laughs> give us something. I'm a Cinemark member, so uh, get out of here. No. So Keaton, what is your number three? Uh, number three is uh, Drive. If I drive for you, you give me a time and a place. I give you a five minute window. Anything happens in that five minutes, and I'm yours, no matter what. I don't sit in while you're running it down. I don't carry a gun. I drive. So you just moved to LA? No, I've been here for a while. 
What do you do? I drive for movies. Is that dangerous? It's only part time. Nice. Which really, one? Because there's one from the 90s. The one I with doubt the, it's the one from the 90s. Ryan Gosling. Well, I just have to say this real quick because uh, on I no 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 uh, Blu-ray.com, I saw under new pre-orders Drive 4K. I was like, oh, I was I got so stoked, and I clicked on it, and it was the one from the 90s. So that's why I uh, say that okay. bad joke. I see. I but think I, I think I've there heard is of that a one. there is a 4K of Drive coming out, right? There's a the 4K. It's it has no release date, and there, it just opened or just got released in Europe. Apparently, it's a uh, uh, Legion region unlocked. It's oh, not cool. region locked. Whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. <laughs> I remember when I did try to watch this movie. Uh, my prof- like, I had a site that my professor actually sent me to watch movies it had <laughs> i had to watch movies for class and the link he sent us was for just an illegal website for just <laughs> like every movie uh so we tried to watch drive one time and it gave us a different movie called driver oh yeah mm. and i was just it's it was funny because we were there we were just sitting there like is this the right movie like what is? It's been this? an hour. Where's Ryan Gosling? Yeah, where's Ryan Gosling? <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, maybe he died. Yeah, maybe maybe. Uh, I really just like the whole atmosphere and lighting of the whole movie. Just it's like this neon fluorescent colored lighting and how the music as well. I really like the beginning song. I think it's called like Night Call. Mm-hmm. I think it just the whole soundtrack really fits. And I mean the story itself is pretty basic but i just found it to be really like interesting and like i don't know i also like the movie because i i believe the story is kind of an inspiration for a game i played called hotline miami like the stories are kind of similar but not in a certain way like in drive he kind of goes after revenge and tries to kill everybody that's in his way and in hotline miami it's you're just getting called to like an address and you go like take out these people but the i i think i know that game is it the one that's like kind of like a like from an overhead view mm-hmm. and uh, yeah you different masks and stuff like that yeah i think i've seen that before yeah. i think my brother showed that to me it's it's definitely drive inspired like 80s. yeah the uh, yeah. definitely 80s and also the colors i think that like the whole color scheme of the game is very much like that too yeah. Um, have you seen any of uh, Nicholas Winding Refn's other movies? Yeah, I saw Only God Forgives. That was, that's that movie was weird. I don't. It, I, it's definitely weird. I don't know if I liked it, but like, I definitely didn't like the ending of it. That's for sure. So that's something um, I will say. I wanted to have this that uh, that movie on the um, the thing, but I think Gaddy we saw it together so only oh god seen, forgives yeah no uh, we went to go see it together and the, and theater, the fire yes. kept me from being being able to see it the theater which probably fire. saved me which what? is anyways um i i still stand by this to this day but the trailer for that movie is the best trailer i've ever seen in my life <laughs> so when i saw the trailer i was like oh my god this movie is going to be the best movie my favorite movie of all time just best based on the strength of that um that trailer and I went and saw it, and I had huge hopes for it, and it has, like, I was just dis- 
same atmosphere kind of lighting as drive in some way but yeah but it's taken like to 11 yeah and then the whole the whole like hero that doesn't speak is taken to another extreme because i think ryan gosling has like 13 lines in the <laughs> the whole two I hour mean, movie the, but the the cop the other cop guy doesn't have as many lines either yeah um it's a, it's essentially like a silent movie but it's so i like was weird. disappointed by it just because off the strength of the trailer i thought wow this movie's going to be absolutely incredible but like i still like it and i still watch it from time to time I mean, and yeah like, it's trust, not a bad trust movie. will come in and be like why do you watch this movie so much? And I'm like, it's, honestly, it's, I, I don't know why. Those, it's definitely one of those movies I'd be, probably say the same thing. It's just like, why this? Like, why this one? It's, yeah. It's definitely an interesting choice, though. It's, it's. I think it's still a decent movie. I don't think it's the worst thing ever. No, definitely. And I will definitely... I would recommend it to some people. Obviously, it's incredibly violent. Um, there's long periods without talking. Ryan yep. Gosling looks like he's in pain mm-hmm. a lot and doesn't say. He always he's looks like, like he's in pain. He's though. stoic and just staring at the screen, like emoting. Yeah, they really, um, they really took like the whole thing of like drive and just went, okay, let's not make him talk like at all. Yeah, exactly. Let's forget what made Drive so great, and let's amp up the things we think made Drive, yep. drive so great. Basically, he says yeah. this as if he's seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that's enough about. Do you have anything else to say about Drive? Anybody? Well, let's talk about Drive because we, we haven't ta- talked we, about we, Drive. We talk about drive? <laughs> okay, fine. No, I think uh, that was about it. Yeah. For that one. Um, I feel like this was one of those movies with me and like Everett Everett would come over and we'd watch it pretty much every time it's like that in American Psycho we'd just watch kind of relentlessly because it is so rewatchable and it's so unique and weird and cool and it's got s- such a specific atmosphere and it's LA mm-hmm. which is a, a big part of or is probably one of the big parts of why I love it so much um, but yeah just so great albert brooks mm-hmm. um brian cranston um ron perlman he's a little over the well he's extremely over the top but <laughs> ron perlman oscar yeah. isaacs yeah i that was before he was really known right that was like yeah. one of his first like major things i think it was like that and before that was like the nativity story where he played joseph <laughs> okay yeah so <laughs> obviously everyone knew him from that i did there was something i was going to say about that movie Oh, I remember that I the first time I saw it, it was a um, like a like a special screening before the movie had come out, kind of like a test screening mm-hmm. for it. Um, and all we knew about it was that it was called Drive, and it had Ryan Gosling in it. <laughs> and I think they were trying to market it towards people who were like into the Fast and the Furious movies. They were like, oh, Drive! <laughs> yeah, it's not. Oh, it's not even. I love it. No, it's not even. And so there were a lot of people that were pissed off in the in the theater and like, that was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, this movie is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, like Fast and the so Furious good. sucks nowadays. Like it, it does. It's just like, a spy pretty much all movie now. I like Tokyo. Yeah, Drift. it is. I genuinely they, like, like Tokyo fucking Drift. Fly to the Moon and like yes, what does this the have to do with the original fl- story? Yes, the newest one, they fly to the moon, and I'm just like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Wait, can't you go and back the, to Tokyo if, Drift, please? The first movie is like makes sense. It's a yeah, story it's about like, like a, a, race. a detective undercover investigating you know, like, like a this. whole like underground like racing scene. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, you were really trying to steal DVDs or DVD, you DVD players. You steal a DVD. I am an FBI agent. Wrong movie, but exactly close, close the same enough. movie. 
No, come on. Point Break is a hundred times better than just just for drama, man. Okay, you're just for drama, man. Yeah, I think a lot of people weren't uh, prepared for Drive, and like, there's not a lot going on in the first half of the movie, and then when those people come in with shotguns into the window and they blow Christina Hendricks' head off with the shotgun, I think that really. took people aback and then it just kind of whoa like you're in for like something else this is a different kind of movie altogether yeah exactly (laughs) if anything the closest movie would probably be like baby driver yeah kind of be the closest one but baby driver is a lot more like um light-hearted whereas Mm. this movie's like serious business yeah even if the characters are somewhat over the top yeah. Except for Brian Cranston, he seems like he's the most like level headed and normal. Um also what's her name? Um uh, I keep wanting to say Michelle Williams, but it's not Michelle Williams. Um Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan, yes. Yeah. She's yeah. very good in this too. Number two is uh Happy Gilmer. For four hundred years, golf has been a gentleman's game. A game of tradition, etiquette, and above all, sportsmanship. Until now. Y'all ready for this? Meet Happy Gilmore. He was a hockey player. Touch my puck, baby! Don't you ever touch my puck! Who was skating on thin ice. But when his grandma needed his help... Mrs. Gilmore owes the IRS $270,000. We're gonna have to sell the house to someone else. But she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old. He discovered a new talent. That house is like 400 yards away. That's unbelievable. Now he's going from the links. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. To the links. Hey, where are you going with those clubs, punk? I'm your caddy. He's going to be on the tour. That's that's super. Happy right. fucking Gilmore. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Tressa, Tressa agrees with that. She, I I, she, I really don't like Adam Sandler at all these days. I think his movies Your mom are, does, right? She's a huge fan of his. I know, and every, like every, an time, yeah. every, time they're watching, every time they're watching an Adam Sandler movie, it's like I come in, I'm like, you're watching this shit? Come on. They watch like Hubie Halloween. I'm like, you're actually watching this. This is the dumbest movie ever. I, yeah. I That movie just, I couldn't, like. The fact that Thermos was just an all-in-one gadget he could just take apart and do whatever with. And how he was just catching, like, tennis balls with it at one point. It's just... I have no idea, because I, like, literally... Yeah, I'm so bad. I like Adam Sandler, but, like, anything he's done on Netflix is, like, an it's instant... Bad. Like, it's I'd, bad. I'd literally rather, like... It's bad. So, I was going to say, except for his stand-up. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was amazing. Yeah. Like, I, like he plays a song gems. dedicated to Chris Farley. Yeah. yeah, uncut gems, uncut gems. Right. Like his that his dramatic great. stuff gems. and like stuff that he's not doing with like the same ten people is like great, like fine. Like I, um, had I think no uncut gems was very overrated though. You yeah, think it was I, overrated? I could, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, look, I could agree with that. I mean, my expectations were pretty low for that movie, but I came out was I was like, wow, I was I was pretty fucking good. Like, I didn't expect much because you know I was like Adam Sandler's movies are pretty trash nowadays. Like, Grown yeah. Ups Two came out, and I was like. Oh my god! It's yeah, the worst no, exactly. Shit it's just ever. it's just a matter of who gives him stuff. He he has the ability to be really no, good totally, and stuff. Like he's 
good in uncut gems it's just the movie in general is just kind of like people are hyping it up to be the greatest fucking movie that came out in like 10 years and i'm like no i don't easy it's not that good i wasn't say it that but the anxiety level during the entire movie Mm -hmm. for me for sure what what does it for me yeah for sure i remember i showed that to one of my friends who hadn't seen it and i was just excited to see his like reaction to the whole end of that movie and that was fun it's always fun seeing like Someone that's never seen that movie and their reaction to like what happens and transpires. Yeah, I I'm uh, not to go back to my homework assignment for Gaddy, but <laughs> that's kind of why one of the reasons why I give I gave him that film. Have you ever heard or seen Irreversible? No. Okay. Um, maybe I don't know how strong your stomach is, but maybe if you're interested, I, into I'm fine. Yeah. Okay, check it out. Watch it by yourself. Yeah, really. watch it by yourself. <laughs> like, watch it with I mean, like, is, it's just like what, like bloody or whatever, like or what? I don't want to ruin anything, but listen to the episode. Yeah, say listen to our next episode. Listen to our next episode, and then like, you'll get a gist of what it is. Like bloody stuff. Well, that that doesn't bother me or anything like that. Like I've been watching The Boys. Like that shows. What is that? It's on Amazon. Amazon show. It's so oh. ridiculous. Speaking of Happy Gilmore, let's talk about Star Wars. No, let's actually <laughs> talk about the movie. Yeah, let's talk about Happy Gilmore and why this ranks so high for you. Uh, it was actually my number one, but holy I, shit! Wow, I changed it around because I was like, mm, I think this one, this other movie is my number one. Like, I yeah, um, but I think I just that's another movie that like is a family movie like. My family knows we could quote that movie as well. Like that was another movie that was stuck in the car, and it's just one of those movies I can watch over and over again. And it's still funny, and it's and like the Leonard Skinner song at the beginning of that movie is now like cemented in my mind. It's just the Happy Gilmore song. Yeah, I agree because I had well, I saw the movie when I was like super super young, but it's the same thing every time I hear that song. I'm like, yep, oh yeah, I this think is of the, Happy Gilmore. The- yeah, this is the intro to Happy Gilmore. Yeah, where he's like putting stuff in between his legs and, and yeah, yeah, and just like yeah, that whole intro, just that whole movie is great. I'm like, I don't even like golf. I really, I think golf is boring, but that movie is just so funny and it's so great. Like, easily one of his better films for sure. It's definitely one of my favorite, at least of this early era, because I do like yeah. his dramatic stuff and I do like some of the other stuff he's done. More recently, even though like Click was like what? I like Click. Long yeah. time. Fourteen years ago? Yeah. No, sixteen years ago. Click was good. I think that's yeah. still Fine. one of my up there. But and then uh, it all Jack and Jill, and then that's where it all went down. No, uh, yeah, grown ups. Um, I haven't seen any of those more recent movies. I stay away from them. But uh, with this movie, I talk about quotable. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> You're gonna die, clown! Son of a bitch, Paul. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me! You know what? You're a lousy kindergarten teacher. I've seen those finger paintings you bring home and they suck! You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. Hey, hey, what is going on here, huh? Oh, I was just um looking for the other half of this bottle and uh oh there's some of it right there's a, there's some right there too. I yeah, I will definitely agree with that. Uh Billy Madison and these two are definitely yeah. like my like synonymous. Yeah, synonymous and yeah, like infinitely quotable. quotable. Yeah. Um Kiss my white ass ball. 
One of my favorite moments in the movie is where he's on the intercom trying to get his girlfriend to come back. And he's like, starts singing, I kiss you all over and over, yeah. and over again. And then the fucking and then, lady um, just pops the up. Other, oh, they well, yeah. shows up. Should I Where are you going? I made breakfast. <laughs> yeah, where are you going? I made <laughs> I breakfast. About that. <laughs> That's so good. Um, so was this a movie that you saw like first when it first came out or no, I, I don't I'm even British. know if you were born? I, I think it came it out. out. I think it came out the year I was born. I think it was 1998 when it came out. Wow. I think it was 1985. Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore was 95 and really 95, 96. Wow. Okay. Happy Gilmore is 96. Okay. never mind. So, so how, how old were you? Do you remember how old you were when you first saw this movie? If you had to guess, maybe four or five. I don't know. I know my mom showed me Adam Sandler movies pretty early on, and you know Jackass too. So I could be wrong though, but I remember watching this movie at a pretty young age. I just yeah, yeah same. I remember my dad rented it, and that's when I that's when we saw it. Yeah, we had I, we had the DVD, and that of course stayed in our car for months <laughs> to maybe even a year. I think I saw it on TV for the first time, so when he said, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast, I'm pretty sure he said crap. He eats pieces of crap for breakfast? Or, like, probably something else, like... Something stupid. Yeah. Beyond that, and then beyond that whole scene where he's just cursing the whole... I love that scene. Oh, yeah, and getting, like, bleeped? <laughs> yeah, where yeah, just, they're just funny. talking, and it's just... You just hear the bleeps in the... I love that. That's a good... Good movie. Um, do you think that movie ranks so high because it has like um, again like nostalgia n- nostalgia for you like connection with like your family or uh, do you really think that not that I'm like no, insulting I mean, your movies no but I get you uh, <laughs> I think part of it is that and also just I think compared to like maybe Benchwarmers I think Happy Gilmore holds up and is a lot more funnier to me and I it, agree it's just yeah I think it's one of those movies that I could just watch over and over again and never get bored of, really. I think that's why, too. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, we're down to it. What's Oh, we got to try to guess what number one is. Yeah, so why don't you give us um, a hint, maybe like... You well, mentioned, let's try to you guess, mentioned then you can give it. A we you, mentioned it already? Yeah, you mentioned it, what, like okay. two, three ago? Iron Giant. <laughs> that's it! <laughs> two nights ago, a SATCOM radar detected an unidentified object entering Earth's atmosphere. Invaders from Mars. No. I fucking knew it. No. Star Wars. No. <laughs> it's um, it's like Drive. The 90s Drive? <laughs> Toby One was made to survive anything. But now, Hong Kong's greatest living weapon is on the run from his creator. No, the drive I mentioned. Oh, Fast and Furious? The Fast and the Furious, rated PG-13, at theaters Friday. No. Oh, God, thank God. <laughs> After we were going like, to have to on close it. this uh, Zoom. It's like, well, this meeting's over. Yeah, <laughs> that's we're it. Done. Um, <laughs> what year did it... Oh, it's just going to give it away for me. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, 2017. Oh shit, 2017. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Why did we mention? Well, we said that it was like Drive. So <laughs> he already said that. That was his number ten. Ten. But uh, thank you, Tressa. How is that like Drive? <laughs> she didn't hear that part. She didn't hear that part. She can't 2017. hear. Oh, that's true. 
Oh, is it? No, we didn't mention Blade Runner. That was around that time. It was like 2017. Oh, I honestly have no fucking 2018, idea. 2018, actually. But anyway, it's the point. 2017, trust. Kevin Spacey's in it. Oh, Baby Driver. Yep. starting your day or did you just get off they call i go you know so what is it you do i'm a driver oh like a chauffeur anyone i'd know i hope not what is your name baby your name's baby b-a-b-y baby Nice. You mentioned it. Okay, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm like, what movie? I'm like thinking Ryan Gosling, yeah, not I focusing on think, the drive yeah. part. Absolutely. Yeah, I, so I, when I said Baby Driver, were you like, oh shit. Yeah, I was sitting it. here like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love that movie. And I went in completely blind. Like, didn't watch any trailers. Nothing. I actually, I genuinely thought it, I thought it was actually about a baby driver. <laughs> like dad, like baby's like, day out, but behind yeah, the wheel. I, I thought I thought it was that, <laughs> and like I try not to watch trailers because like I watched a trailer for The Evil Dead Two, because I wanted to see because you know there's the whole thing of like people like Evil Dead One and Two, you know there's the whole is it a sequel or not, and the trailer I watched pretty much just spoiled everything in the whole movie. It was, mm, it was because it was a do that. it was a remastered trailer, but IMDb showcased it like that was the first trailer they showcased. Oh, so okay. It kind of showed it. it. I still like that movie though. So. So, Baby Driver. Let's talk about it. Your number one. Why? Uh, I mean, I really like music, and I think the music and the editing of this whole movie, like, it's edited so well to the music. Like the first scene and then the end scene where they're running away, just. The bullets, the glass breaking, just everything is perfectly on sync. Like, he's running through the store, and the music in the store is, like, actually, like, mashing up with the song that's playing to the point where you think it's kind of part of the song, but it's really not. But I just, I love Edgar Wright. He's, his, the shit he makes is great. Hot Fuzz, Scott Pilgrim, love all his movies. Just the editing and his music choice is just amazing and I, when i, I rented I agree. it yeah when i rented it like i watched it three times in like the 24 hours i had like i really liked it it was i watched it quite a bit when i rented it and i think every, like that last scene just i rewatched it today cuz i wanted to type something about it like just watching it again was giving me chills just like the whole scene cuz it's just so good I genuinely like love that whole entire movie and just yeah I, I agree that um, that opening scene because I don't remember seeing much about it um, <laughs> no I and I think going in blind was the best thing I could have done for that movie mm -hmm. like like only seeing the title and kind of thinking oh it's something else and it's entirely a different movie just like it's a bank robbery like they're a group of bank robbers and shit not to yeah. mention every all the actors, John Hamm, uh, That's what I was Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they're all great in that movie. I just they're John funny Barithal, as hell. Like, John Barathol, yeah. right? Is that yeah, it? I think so. 
Uh, just, yeah, that opening scene, it's, like, done so creatively in, like, it, there's probably hidden cuts in there, but it it, it seems to yeah, be, like, one, seamless. one long take. Which so you're is, about the opening uh, where he's dancing? Yeah, to oh, the yeah. music, and, like, you know, writing on the wall is reflecting, like, what's being said in the song. It's just, like, creative stuff like that, where he was saying, like, the music matches just whatever's going on in the story. Everything, it's so musically, like, oriented. Like, mm-hmm. it's like the music, or the movie is more so built around the music. Like, it feels like, I, because all the songs fit perfectly in everything. Mm-hmm. The movie was written with the songs in mind, because he was like, oh, this scene's going to be about 3 minutes, 12 seconds. Let me go through all the songs I have on my my iTunes, I guess, and see what songs I have that are three minutes and twelve seconds. Oh, this one's this one would be great. So he wrote it to the song. Wow, I didn't know that. That's so, really yeah. cool. Hmm. Knowing exactly how long the the scene was going to be as he was writing it, which is like, what so kind of ha- savant you, level yeah, is genius. that shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's genius level. Like. That's crazy. Yeah. A foresight. I mean, all his movies are really good. I've I. Like Hot Fuzz and Scott Pilgrim, I love those too as well. I'm not a huge fan of Scott Pilgrim, but I do love Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. I know Trevor's not oh, a big yeah. fan of Hot Fuzz. I don't like Hot Fuzz. Shaun of the Dead, I really, really enjoy and still enjoy to this day. And then Scott Pilgrim, um, I recently rewatched it because it was on Netflix, I think, and I was like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. But it's like not my. It, I haven't seen it since it like came out. It was yeah, I don't like Michael Sarah. So I, I don't just, like <laughs> Michael Sarah either, but I, I yeah. like that movie a lot. Yeah, he's fine in it. He's got Chris Evans and uh, oh, Brandon yeah. Routh and yep. Brie Larson, all the uh, future and past superheroes. Yeah, yeah. What else do you have to say about Baby Driver? Uh, I mean, I think if nothing, that's fine. I don't want you to push. I think it was. I think I really liked watching that movie, especially finding new music i've never heard i think i I really love when i find a movie and i find a song i've never heard and i'll just add it to my playlist of music and that i think i pretty much added like most of the songs in that movie to my playlist because they're all really good yeah there's i I don't think there's a single like dud on that no i think that's the soundtrack soundtrack, the movie whatever it's it's great all around i like that he put in the original version of the uh i forget what the I don't even remember what the the song is, but it's the song he's dancing to at the beginning, mm-hmm. where you think it's going to be one song and then it's not. It's like, oh, that's the song they sampled for the 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 jump song. Jump around by House of Pain. Yeah, that's oh. it. That's that intro. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So the song I was thinking of was Harlem Shuffle by Bob and Earl, which they sampled for uh, Jump Around. By House of Pain. By House of Pain. So the whole point of him putting in that putting that song in there was for people to go, oh, it's Jump Around, and then it turns out then, to be yeah. Harlem Shuffle, which tricked me when I watched it. Hmm. Yeah, I think it did, too. I think I... Uh, yeah. I mean, I did that, too, like, kind of watching it. I was like, wait, isn't that that one... Th- I knew the name, but, you know, when you said it, I was like, yeah, that's that's the right one. It does fool you, but, you know... Still Can you guys out. think of one other movie where that song "House of Pain" jump around is in? Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Never seen it, but maybe. I think maybe that either. actually is a Kangaroo Jack, but I think that's where I found that. Song. Oh, do you Trusted, know? did you know it? Yeah, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. I haven't seen that. There are a lot of movies that I loved growing yeah, up. Yeah, I haven't seen, seen that in a while. That's one of the best movies ever. That's like that Big Daddy. Bringing it back to Adam Sandler, I think mm-hmm. those are two of like my favorite, like most quotable movies. 
and I consistently quote them still to this oh, day. Yeah, I quote I quote Happy Gilmore and Benchwarmers a lot too. <laughs> we'll just randomly sometimes be like, "You're gonna die, clown!" We just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he knocks his fucking at the the, pop, the pop. mini yeah. golf park. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, movies. The movie I quote the most. UHF is probably up there. American Psycho, for sure. American Psycho, for sure. Um, Let's see Paul Allen's car. Let's yeah, see Paul, Paul Allen's car. You like Huey Lewis on the news? I love. I just away. love his I monologue. What were you going to say? Uh, the scene he says to the uh, bartender where she doesn't take his tickets. Oh. You're a fucking ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> see, he tries to like it, so it's all okay. Um, what is he? You're a fucking ugly bitch, and I want to bathe around in your blood. Right? Something like yeah. that. You can't use this here. It's cash only. It's a cash bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that um, movie is very quotable. I, I love that movie. That's says, a good movie. He says he's into murders and executions. Yeah, and then she says murders and acquisitions. Mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. What are the, Mel, what Mel are Brooks the movie movies? Movie? What? Mel Brooks movies. Oh, I've never heard you quote that to me. Well, you just haven't heard me. You know, morons. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'll just put the clips in, so okay, fuck you. Fine. I hope you do the the American Psycho one uh, so you can hear how good my, um, uh, my American Patrick Bateman impression is. It's American pretty, Patrick Bateman is his name. Spot on. Nobody on the rocks. These aren't good anymore. It's a cash bar. Fucking ugly bitch. I want to stab you to death and then play around with your blood. Hello, I'm American Patrick Bateman. Um, anyways, do you have any other... Um, Honorable mentions? No. Well, do you have any thoughts about Baby Driver? Anything else that oh, yeah. we maybe we like, didn't get a chance to cover? or? No, I think that was pretty much about it, yeah. Okay. Do you have any honorable mentions, like ones that you're like, damn, like I wish I had room to put them on this list, but Oh uh, yeah, I definitely do. Uh uh X like Machina. The rest of Adam Sandler's uh no. I almost said discography, but he's well he, Filmography. He had a filmography. Sorry, discography. I, I interrupted yeah, you, you said X Machina, yeah, which is a X great Machina's movie. X Machina is great. I love Alex Garland. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love Alex Alex Garland, especially like with Devs. That TV show is amazing. I really, really like Devs. I watched that I think twice. I finished it. I went. I want to watch it again, and I did. It's what is a, that on? It's on HBO, I think. And he wrote it, or or it's on Hulu. I think. Yeah, I oh. believe Alex Garland. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even know that. I I've heard of the show, but nothing like. Yeah, one he directed way or another it. saying good or bad. Wow. Yeah. It's a awesome. limited it's that. a limited series on uh, Hulu. Nice. Yeah. I still haven't seen men. That that does nothing for me. I saw no. the trailer for it like six times and I was like each time I like, It looks interesting, but I don't know. I'm not gonna go out in the theater and see it. I'm not gonna rush to the theater to see it. But it looks yeah, interesting. Yeah, me neither. Probably on showtime in a couple months. Sure. Because they seem to have an A twenty four uh deal. Because, like there's a ton of A twenty four movies on Showtime. You have Showtime? I do. Mm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Yoda over here. <laughs> you know I love Star Wars. Um, do you uh, have any other uh, yeah, honorable I have, mentions? I have a couple more. Uh, Leon the Professional. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dude. That's 
we've talked about that that's definitely like probably like top 15 for me i i love that movie so much yeah uh the lost boys i mean i mentioned that earlier i really do like that movie yeah i like anything with Kiefer sutherland really he's he's always great in whatever he's in i miss 24 did, really did you I see did you see dark city he's in that yeah no i gotta watch that i was gonna i was meaning to watch that he's good in it too definitely watch it before listening to the episode well yeah that's that's why i haven't Getty that's why i haven't yeah, that's why i haven't listed of most of your other episodes because i'm like i haven't seen this i don't want to get spoiled well that and you don't want to sit for three hours listening to us fucking <laughs> talk like idiots so i get it especially no, about something you don't fine. know what we're talking about yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i mean i put i put them on when i'm like at work so it's all good like it's just something to listen to when i'm working so and it's interesting to listen something to, to help pass the time yeah I mean, yeah, for I'll sure. Take that as a compliment. I'll take that. Sure, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> That's how I listen to podcasts, though. So, or well, back when I had that option. I mean, I listen to them when I'm driving. So, Oops, same. Yeah, I don't really have any other free time. I listen to the radio a lot now. Or sometimes when I'm developing film, I'll put on a podcast to listen to to help pass yeah. the time. Um. Okay. So, we had Leon the Professional, Ex Machina. What else Wh- do you have? Whiplash. Yes. yes. I, saw, I saw that recently a couple months ago and I it's another movie where I was like I'm gonna watch it again <laughs> yeah no definitely the next day like the next day I just rewatched it I was like just that movie the ending of that movie is amazing yeah. as it's well. incredible like it really is it's it's really good just how it all ties together and that movie's awesome everything about it I love that movie and that was one that I was like I saw it when it came out because a lot of people were talking about it and I didn't know much about it. The only thing I knew was that, um, what's his name? Um, not Miles Teller. Uh, J. Jonah J. Jameson? Yeah, I almost J. K. said... J.K. Simmons. Yeah, I almost said J. Jonah uh, Jameson. Uh, That's not him. I, yeah. yeah. No, no, but I, I, I almost said the exact same thing. Uh, J.K. Simmons was in it and I really like yeah, him. J. K. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. And I was like, holy shit, this movie was not at all what I was expecting. And Talk about a nuts. powerhouse performance. I know. Fuck, it's man. nuts. Yeah, yeah, they're great. He's great. Uh, Melissa Benoist, who played Supergirl on uh, CW, was the girlfriend. Okay, I'll take your word for those for it. of you who know her best as Supergirl. I didn't realize it was her no, those until are, I've, I went back. Those, that show looks so bad. I've seen so many clips of the CGI <laughs> in that show, and it's laughable. Oh yeah, it's TV. So what can you do? They don't have HBO I mean, or Disney Plus. I've been money. watching. Yeah. I've HBO been watching money. like. I've been watching like the Evil Dead show, and like the CG in that is, it's pretty bad, but it's not Supergirl level or anything. But <laughs> could be better, but it's not terrible. It's serviceable. And then I have Vantage Point. Vantage Point. Oh, uh, does that have Colin Farrell in it? Isn't that like another driving movie from like way back in the day? No, it's it's a movie. Uh, about there's like a terrorist attack that happens in this oh. like city and it just shows different viewpoints of all these Matthew people Fox. and it ties it all together. Forrest Whitaker. Um, yeah, Sigourney Weaver. Wow. Never seen it. I remember seeing the trailer. It's really interesting. It's super interesting because like you just it trickles in information like the like the more people you see and then it finally comes all together when you've like seen all the points and it just makes sense at that point. Hmm. Was, is that a movie that you would recommend to everyone? Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's it's a really interesting movie. Just how the whole plot like develops and how it like comes through to the viewer and stuff like that. Okay. Because you learn more and more info from out. like each new viewpoint. 
And then uh, the last one I had was. Uh, <laughs> You're showing the whole fucking you. movie in screenshots. Uh, well, I'm just showing screenshots from the. Sorry to interrupt, but I'm showing them screenshots <laughs> no, 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 no. from the movie because I just remember watching that trailer a few times at like ArcLight before movies, and then when you get like the 2009 Blu-rays because that's I think when it came out, that was one of the trailers they had like every single time. I think the movie I was thinking of was Vanishing Point. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, the poster definitely looks familiar, but I know for sure that I've never seen it, so. Don't worry about it. I'll have to watch it. Maybe that could be a movie it brings to mm-hmm. a later episode. Do you have any other honorable mentions? Oh, I, uh, sorry to bother you. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, I thought it was trippy, and I just like. That's Michelle Gondry, his... right? No. That's uh, Be Kind Rewind. Uh, it's the telemarketing movie with the guy from where Get the Out. guy has like oh shit where yes, he has the yes, white yes. guy voice yeah don't ru- don't spoil anything because I just remembered that I started watching that and I f- forgot that that's I started it. watching that's, it and I trailer, need to go back and the finish the trailer it. talks about it but that's yeah I'm not gonna say anything beyond that that's that's all you should really know is that he's a telemarketer with a good voice yes I remember that it's very um, now that I think about it it kind of reminds me of everything everywhere all at once just as yeah. far as like how out there still it is. haven't seen that i've been meaning to see that you need I to see, see it, it so bad yeah, I think sure. it's i'm on... waiting until it comes to streaming i think so. it is i think it's i don't think so oh if it is then i'm gonna check i think it comes out next week or you can rent it, it co- through apple movies or amazon yeah. or some shit it's gonna be like 20 bucks to rent it because they're maybe yeah, i'm good 20 dollars might as well buy the whole movie exactly mm-hmm. it's worth it it's worth it to buy <laughs> um Okay, so uh, we talked about this at the very beginning of the episode, but um, can you name, I guess, what movie do you hate? First one that comes to your head. What's your least favorite movie? Postal. What is it? Postal. Oh, the Yui Bowl movie? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not saying much, because every movie of his is a piece of shit. No, so. his, yeah, I know. All his movies are a piece of shit, but I, like... It was one of those movies where, like, it was elusive to me, almost. Like, every time I wanted to watch it, like, there was... We tried to watch it, me and my friends, multiple times. The first time, we stopped watching it because there was a dick on screen. The second time, they got bored and we had to do something else. And then finally, the third time, I decided, we're watching it right now. And I was the only one to watch it. Uh, And by the end of it, I was mad I wasted that much time on that piece of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I love I love the game series. The game series is fucking crazy. Like, but oh my god, that was the beginning of that movie to begin with. Is just it literally starts off with a nine eleven joke. Nice, classy. Yeah, very classy. I mean, that's never mind. It's... I was gonna make it. <laughs> You're gonna make a nine eleven joke? No, well, no. Make light of the situation yeah, no. and compare the two. <laughs> Don't we have an episode where we're con- where we made like several nine eleven jokes? Where we just referenced nine eleven no, a couple I don't times. Think so, I think it was you Tyler. talked about nine eleven in one of your recaps, like obviously in two thousand one, nine eleven happened. Yeah, I think I remember you guys mentioning it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I was uh, well, sorry, you were starting to talk. No, go ahead. are you going to move on? Is like, I was trying to yeah, interrupt I was gonna you for, ask for another movie. Okay, good. Then I interrupted it appropriately. Uh, uh, the thing I was going to say about Uwe Boll, or however you want to pronounce his, uh, Uwe, that asshole's yeah. name. Um, he's crazy. He represents the worst thing about movies is that he's just doing yep. it for the money. Mm-hmm. 
And so and I he think that's, op- he love, openly admits that. Yeah, and it's, yeah. So I, think I mean, it's, he made a Kickstarter and yeah. no one funded it, and he's like, "Fuck you guys! You don't. I'm you, done you making don't want movie. real movies. Fuck you just you. want this MCU garbage or whatever he said." Yeah. But uh, the idea that he makes them for the money is, is the worst awful. part about movies. It's, it's like so. Yeah, it's the perfect movie to put on the list because it's just like, yeah, fuck those type of people. I mean, look at the Emoji movie that wasn't made because of oh. art. <laughs> That was made to cash in on whatever. Sasha's party is as bad as that too, but I fucking those two movies. Whenever I, emoji movie and sausage party are like synonymous, I don't. They're both really bad movies. Was sausage party the one that the like Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen yeah. and R-rated they're just hot movie. dogs, and yeah. it's just all about pretty much fucking. It's like, dude. Yeah, that movie it's was so ridiculous. Yeah, that movie was fucking stupid. Um, do you have any movies that were like not presented to be like, hey, we know you. This movie's a piece of shit, but you might have fun in it. Like, yeah. is there a movie like any of the movie? Well, movie movies are funny. Like, um, is there a movie that people typically like that you're like, fuck that movie? Yeah. Like, kind of overrated, you think is overrated, but more than overrated, you have strong feelings the opposite way. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't really... I'm trying to think of one. I can't really think of one. I mean, it's base. It's, like, with that stuff, it's basically, like, with my family. Like, I, I often, like, you know... My family really likes the original Suicide Squad movie for some reason. I don't get it. They own a physical copy of it. And I'm just like, how do you guys like that movie? It's just awful. And your family is in, they're in agreement. Like the entire family likes that yeah, movie. And you're the like, only yeah, outlier. Yeah, they like that movie. Yep. Pretty much. Huh? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, that movie was painful. I remember watching it going, okay, I wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I was excited. Was gonna I was be. excited. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, Fuck. I think a lot of people were excited about it, and that's what made <laughs> the trailer was better than the movie. Oh yeah, that's sure. why they changed the movie because they're like, oh, let's make. It. They had three different groups edit the movie, one of them being a trailer house, and they spliced the three together. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Somewhere the, out there, the there's new a one is cut. actually good. The Leto cut. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the air cut? The Leto cut. Sure. <laughs> sure. So there's no movie that you feel particularly strong about, like that people love that you I dis- despise. I mean, people like <laughs> people like the people liked the new sequel movies, and I was just sitting there like, I don't know how anyone Which one? can like the Star Wars movies. The oh. new Star Wars sequel, sorry, yeah, the new Star. I don't know how anyone could like those. Like I was just sitting there like these are awful. Like the first one is basically just Episode Four just rehashed. Like I just didn't get it. And lots of yelling. See, lots of yelling. I didn't mind the first one being a recap because it was like, okay, sure, whatever. Now that we've done something familiar, now we can start doing something new. And then Ryan Johnson said, I'm going to subvert so many expectations. Everybody, oh, you're all wondering who Ray is? I'm going to make everyone nobody. hate me. I'm going to have Luke be an asshole and drink milk from some big monster thing. That's and then I'm going to have. And then I'm going to have a 35-minute fucking Casino Royale ripoff that be- doesn't belong in the Star Wars. That's the I only thing about I remember that about that movie. Scene. And I hate, that's, like... That scene, like... Yeah, that movie's terrible. I'm going to waste Justin Thoreau and Benicio Del Toro. And apparently it's Benicio. Benicio. Yeah. I didn't know. Oh, well, at least that's why I heard somebody who is smarter than us pronounce it, so... Okay. 
Well, there you go. Actually, maybe, actually, maybe the Hateful Eight. Wow. The Quentin Tarantino wow. one. Okay, see, that's what All I was right, looking so for. All right, so it's been... Uh, it's been really great it's talking. It's been great. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of that one. I don't know what it was. It's I probably just, my least favorite Tarantino. No, there were yeah, a lot of I mean, there were a lot of people that were very disappointed with it. Um, I was not one of them. I was, but I was definitely one of those people where I was disappointed with that movie. Like, I think out of all his movies, that's my least favorite one. So, if you had to rate it on a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? Like a five or a six. I mean, okay. I give I give it something. That's not too bad. I was like, thinking it's like still two. like a nice. <laughs> it's still like a nicely shot movie and all, but I just found the story and all to be kind of boring at times. Yeah, yeah. He did kind of make a western with barely any thing happening. Well, it all takes place yeah. in one location. It was. It was also. It was also very like different from his movies because you know they're like a lot of just crazy scenes, a lot of blood, you know, and glorious bastards. And then you get this movie where it's kind of just all takes place in this cabin. It's kind of. I don't know. I have to watch it again. I want to see the like the four hour Netflix version. I don't think they have anything extra. It's just it has an intermission. And then... <laughs> it's gotta be. So, like, they had... Yeah, here's a 30-minute intermission put in the movie. Yeah, well, they had... Um, when they released it, they did a 70-millimeter Roadshow edition that has, like, two extra scenes in it. And that's the <laughs> version that I saw. And then when it was released in theaters, they have, a like, an overture and an intermission in it. And then the normal version when you went to like whatever cinemark they didn't have that so i think that one is just split into parts well okay so on according to imdb the original version is two hours and 48 minutes Mm -hmm. the roadshow version is three hours and seven minutes Mm -hmm. and the extended version that is the netflix one uh, is three hours and 33 minutes so there's added Mm. stuff i mean there has to be that's like like extra Hmm. interesting i didn't know that I I've heard, I knew about the Netflix like extended cut, but you know I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't interested. But you know I think I should maybe rewatch it. It's been a while. Yeah, I, I saw it when it came it out. That I know. I was gonna say uh, if out. you don't uh, like the movie, then I'm probably a longer version of it's gonna be torture. No, <laughs> yeah, even worse. I don't know. It's 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 been a while since I watched it, so you know who knows. I've rewatched movies and kind of found a liking towards them. I can't name any off the top of my head but i know i've rewatched a movie and gone you know what like i remember this to be worse but it's not that bad actually that's good usually it's the opposite with me <laughs> too bad it's not in 4k on uh netflix i know that's whatever um Jukes. is there anything um do you have anything else to mention anything else about your top 10 movies that you despise or anything at all that you want to convey with uh your favorites or your non-favorites movies in general i i just have four copies of space jam ladies and gentlemen he is showing four copies of space jam it looks like he has vhs vhs a 4k blu-ray hd blu-ray and then a dvd (laughs) this guy is a space jam fanatic i don't know dvd and digital and he's actually wearing space jam footy pajamas too wow that's with the, the rabbit ears on top it's yeah, crazy it's really weird that's he's truly i didn't notice that how did i not notice that over the last few hours <laughs> i um, i don't know so why other than just... space jam anything else you want to um any other movies you want to talk about no that's it i think yeah cool i mean besides space jam 2 being a disaster and 
never should have been made. It's yeah. just like a Moji movie, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I never, I never watched it, so I guess I'm not missing much. It was one of no, you're not. three movies I saw recently where at the end you think a classic character is going to die, and then they're like, just kidding. Was that Scoob yeah, and something else I saw recently that I don't remember what it was. But I'm just like, seriously, we're doing this three times now? I hate when movies, or I hate when, like, movies or TV shows don't have, like, you know, like, they have a character die off, and then it's like, oh, they're not dead! It's like, there's no, like, risks or anything, like, yeah. uh... So I guess, let's be, well, we keep in the subject of movies, but we can move on to our, I guess, our last segment, since we don't have homework this week, um, but we will bring it up again. Uh, what have you guys seen recently, movies and TV shows that you want to bring up and mention starting with our guest uh i recently watched all of the evil dead movies as i got the new game that came out and i had never seen any of the evil dead movies except the remake right and the remake's not that bad but i really do like the uh, original ones more with bruce campbell oh yeah they're just really funny i actually like the second one more than the first one what do you think of Army I of Darkness? Actually, I thought Army of Darkness is great, but you know, it's it's a little nutty at times. But you know, I I think that's where the series was not really heading, but with two being as campy and kind of nutty, I I wasn't really surprised or anything. Uh, and then I've of course I've been watching the show as well. And then, yeah, and then I watched Stranger Things. I haven't seen more than an episode and a half of Stranger Things. I watched the first season and really liked it, but for some reason it's just one of those things that we never watched any more of it. The hype got too crazy for me, and I was just like, eh, I'm good. Yeah, that show's one of those shows that's really hyped up, and I would say the hype is worth it for sure, but at times it gets a little overwhelming. I think it's a good show, but I don't think any show should be like hyped up as much as this show is except for breaking bad um no the only well yeah breaking bad maybe but whenever uh hbo releases the last of us oh yeah if that show isn't the greatest fucking thing that's ever made the internet's gonna blow up it literally will implode on itself um i don't think it can live up to the hype of that it won't game it never will i don't know but I don't think it will. HBO, all I will say, and I keep telling myself that HBO does not make bad things. I'm trying to think if Watchmen. I have ever disliked anything on HBO. Even Entourage, Watchmen? I loved. Yeah, if you have to think about it, you they just they don't make bad things. Yeah. And the fact that the director of the video game is like involved and is directing an episode, it's <clears throat> it uh, it's gonna be good. HBO doesn't make anything bad, and. There hasn't been a great video game adaptation of anything. Sonic was all right. No, Sonic was good. I like the two Sonic movies. Um, but a lot of that had to do with nostalgia as well. But it's like two magnets with the same polarization. Mm-hmm. Like, will they, you know, <laughs> what will happen there's here? Always, there's, gonna, there's always going to be people that like it and always people that are going to hate it. Like, there's nothing you're not going to be able to satisfy the whole cr- audience of that game at all yeah well, i don't think, I think it's possible especially with like um i don't i don't 
I'm not super, super into video games, but I will say that The Last of Us 2 is, like, the greatest game ever made. It's, like, a, a fucking masterpiece, and the fact that people think that game sucks because of what happens in it, like, <laughs> one thing that happens in it, I think is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Insert the spoiler music now. Well, I'm not going to say what happens. I think, that, yeah. I think that game is massively overrated. Oh, see? That's... There you go. I think both Fight. Last of Us are m- massively overrated. I, I played the first one and I really besides the relationship between Ellie and Joel, I thought the rest of it was super generic. But did you game. did you play the second one? No. Okay. I've that, been I'm, meaning to get I'm it. talking about the second one specifically. I'm sorry if I wasn't clear. I know, I know, I know face. the second <laughs> I know the second one got a lot of controversy mm-hmm. and like I I could see where the controversy could be like like stemmed from, but at the same time it's like I don't know. It's it. Let them decide the story. It's like the fans got really upset. They didn't get the story they wanted. Yeah, they were expecting something else, and they subverted expectations. But it's like mm-hmm. it's not even. It was that surprising to be honest. Because whatever, we don't have to talk about the video <laughs> games. Anyways, no. bottom line yeah. is the game is an absolute fucking masterpiece. The best game I've ever played in my life. Um, and this show better be a masterpiece. And I have a feeling that it's going to be. Because again, HBO doesn't make bad shows. Paramount Plus apparently does. Just ask the fans of Halo that watch the show. Oh, yeah. oh my fucking god. The <laughs> Halo show is a disaster. Like, I haven't seen it. I don't care to see it. It's really bad. Don't. I cared about a Halo movie back in like 2009 when District 9 oh came god, out. Yeah. It, was, it originally was going to be a Halo movie. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And it mm-hmm. District 9 is great. But they chickened District out and changed their mind about it. Yeah, and then now that guy can't get a movie made. Well, yeah, uh, he started Blanco. making... He's trying. He's he's been reaching out, or he's been doing um, like animations, like using Unity actually. Really? He's made a couple short films using Unity actually. He's been mostly doing video game engine work now, and they're pretty good. No, and that's the thing. District Nine is an amazing movie, and the other movies that he's made have like Elysium, Chappie. Very good. Yeah, Elysium, Chappie. They have really good. parts to them and obviously there's parts that are bad but district nine is fucking incredible especially yeah. for like a first time like his first i love i remember seeing that for the first time and that was that was an awesome fucking movie yeah i remember just seeing the cover of it and tra- like posters of it like walking to the theater and i never knew anything about it until like my friend had it on dvd and we decided to watch it and that was that was awesome totally totally worth it mm-hmm. that movie entirely so you watched um, Evil Dead, all the Evil mm-hmm. Dead. So I'll ask Trevor real quick. Uh, what's your favorite Evil Dead movie? If you've seen any of them. Yeah, I, I've seen. Maybe Evil Dead. I know that I've seen Evil Dead and then Army of Darkness. They were so long ago. I don't remember mm-hmm. much about them. I just remember that he worked at like a Walmart or, or yeah, that was Walmart, Army of Army of Darkness. Yeah. Shop or S-Mart. shop smart. Yeah, shop smart. Shop smart. Shop smart. Shop yeah. smart. Yep. That's just pillow talk. That's a fucking quotable movie. I mean, the whole groovy comes from that. Mm-hmm. The new the new TV show is pretty quotable too. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. All right. Anything else that you uh, saw recently? And then oh, I saw Night at the Roxbury again last night. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched. Uh, I saw Doctor Strange finally in 3D. What'd you think? Um, the first one. I enjoyed the it. Second one. Uh, yeah, sorry. The the new multiverse of madness. madness yeah. 
Um, it's definitely a horror movie. You can, like, Sam Raimi was, like, the perfect one to direct it. Oh, for sure. Um, Very, yeah. Yeah. Evil I, Dead. I kept seeing, I don't, these are probably spoilers, but I kept seeing um, James, Jim from The Office. John Krasinski? John Krasinski. I kept seeing oh, him He was as, so good. Yeah, and he was in it for, like, three minutes, but, yeah. like, I kept seeing I've, photos I've, of him as Mr. Fantastic. Is yeah. that his name? Um, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool if he did that. I thought it was just people I like really think so. photoshopping his body onto it. But he's in the movie. I was like, oh, shit, okay. So it was kind of ruined. Yeah. I, like, I didn't really I care. I actually honestly think he could be a really good Mr. Fantastic. I agree. If There's a really video on why he shouldn't be. And I kind of agree with the points. I mean, he looks the part. I think he's great. And I think, and in uh, that yeah, mo- I think he looks the part. In the, the video, they mentioned the idea that one of the main reasons why he would be so good is because his wife would make a perfect Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. And their natural chemistry, because I mean, we saw a quiet place. I'm, I'm sure we've all seen a quiet place, and yep. uh, they definitely have. I mean, they don't have too many scenes together in that movie, but just their natural chemistry, being real life partners, mm-hmm. would uh, help with that. And I think that's what a lot of people are saying. That which is funny because John Krasinski was this close. He's about an inch between my pointer and my thumb. Uh, for those of you listening. I'm an idiot. Anyways, he was that close <laughs> to uh, being Captain America yeah. before Chris oh, Evans. Shit. He saw um, Chris Hemsworth all jacked. jacked and goes, nope, I'm good. And he walked out on it. And Emily Blunt was going to be uh, Black Widow, but she had prior commitments in the movie Gulliver's Travels with uh, Jack Black. I'm sure she knows that she made the right choice doing Gulliver's yeah. Travels instead of becoming <laughs> oh Black God. Widow. I think that's uh, in Parks and Rec. That's why... Uh, when uh ron swanson and uh his ex they have such a weird relationship and that's because they're actually married in yeah. real life yeah so. malali whatever I forgot, yeah i said it right um back to black widow i think i don't even think emily blunt could have saved the train wreck that was black widow that's all nope. i'll say about that. well sure that, that movie, movie was bad yeah, that was terrible 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 we got DK three minutes left. the only reason okay. i watched it um so you, you, I saw something else. I can't think. Oh, I saw Crimes of the Future, David Cronenberg's movie. Oh, right. um, that was, I don't want to say very disappointing, but I had high hopes and high expectations for it, and I was disappointed because it ended very, very suddenly, and it seemed like there was only two acts to the movie. They introduced a lot of characters and introduced plot points that are going on that nothing, like it doesn't get resolved. It just kind of ends, and the lights hate, came yeah, on in the theater, that- and I was like, the fuck? That's, that's the movie. <laughs> I hate. I hate when the story doesn't wrap up and it just leaves loose ends. And, and it's like, and the what whole happened? Mo- the whole movie is like loose ends. Like so. the ending of Sopranos. Oh yeah, yeah. fuck that. Nah, that even that kind of makes sense. But yeah, so like Kristen Stewart's in it for like literally two scenes, <laughs> and she's introduced, and then like, what happens? All right, see you guys. Yeah, exactly. So um, I was disappointed with it, but it shot beautifully. It's you know david cronenberg levels of disgusting and disturbing like there's some shit in there that i'm fun, like wow how did they do this movie fun fact my friend's cousin is actually christian stewart really yeah i actually got a signed like thing from him of from her hmm interesting and she oh well i don't want to diminish her career but she was in panic room i think that was her first movie that she was in and she only Somewhere got it because her father is an executive 
in the film industry. She's she's given good performance. She has no, and she's grown a lot as an actress. But like in the whole Twilight oh, yeah, era, she's sure. like no. <laughs> I think her the way yeah. she reacted to certain things that happened hurt her reputation. Mm-hmm. But apparently, she's Twilight's great uh, as uh, Princess Diane. That's what I hear. Yeah, Princess Diana too. Diana. <laughs> well, I'm like, is that Princess Diana? Because that's Wonder Woman is Princess Diana. I'm like, anyways, who cares? Who is the real one? All right, so. Getty, what did you watch recently <laughs> as he chugs his water? No with my water. So, uh, yesterday I watched Top Gun, the first Top Gun, all the way through for the first time ever, because I've only seen giant chunks of it. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a solid 80s action yeah. movie. I like it. Romance. Kenny yeah. Loggins. Yeah. yeah. Highway to the Danger Zone. It was weird. Danger Zone. Because when I think about the way it looks, like cinematography wise, it's pretty dark. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting because that's not how I think about it. I usually think about that movie. I think about them like out in the runway and it's all bright and everything. That's the same thing with like, because Tony Scott directed that Ridley Scott's brother. And like if you watch, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Thelma and Louise, but Ridley Scott directed that. And I watched it a couple years ago, and I was like, "Holy shit, the cinematography in this is amazing!" And like you were saying, it's very—it's like a very shot, very dark. And I'm like, "Wow!" I always pictured this in my head to be a light-hearted like romp, but it's like it's very dark, <laughs> and it's yeah. shot really well, and that's a great movie. So I guess Tony and him shared similar visual styles, obviously. Wait, Tony and Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott directed. Thelma and Louise. Tony, he did? Oh, okay. Tony Scott directed Top Gun. That's you were saying Tony Scott directed both of them. Mm-mm. <laughs> Sorry if I was unclear. I was confused. Uh, I watched something f- fun called Peter Pan Goes Wrong. I keep seeing clips for it on uh, TikTok, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did you guys hear that plane go by? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's this presentation of peter pan but like everything that could go wrong does go wrong during it it's one of those things you don't have to see to really understand what i'm yeah, talking yeah, about i don't think i will uh well because i said tiktok it has nothing to do with tiktok i just happened to see the clips on tiktok it wasn't made by tiktok it was made in two, 2016 before tiktok yeah, was popular even worse uh and then i saw the well i'm up to date on the show the offer on oh, yeah. paramount plus and it's, it's fucking great I need to watch that. Well, but I also need a Paramount Plus. I gave you login, though. I think I'll take it. Watch Showtime. Well. Paramount is the same. <laughs> Sponsor us then. <laughs> but that's all I've seen. So uh, does anybody have anything else to say before we take off? No. Um, I want to thank Keaton for yeah, being thank on. You. Thanks for spending yeah. three hours of your day with us. <laughs> Um, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. good. I Glad you had fun. Uh, <laughs> your your list was like unique, but also you had obviously we had some stuff that we were all in agreement about. So um, that's why we like to have you know people with differing opinions. Opinions, because we yeah. don't want people who agree with everything we say, or right. obviously we don't even agree with each other on everything. So um, thanks for coming on. Thanks for talking. I'll say that it's really yeah. cool. Sorry, I just interrupted you. Uh, but no, I agree. That's all. Yeah. Well, sorry, the delay is really making it and the echo. Anyways, um, you mentioned that you were born in the late '90s, so I think it's cool to see somebody of a 
slightly different generation uh, and see what they're how they grew up with you know technology we definitely didn't have we didn't have dvd players and cars until i mean like i said the laptop in my car when i was an adult but uh, so it is interesting to see somebody who grew up in a different time completely uh, Man. you're making it sound like you're from like 1960 <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, i mean i get it okay fine <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but don't. You're going to give the people the impression that you're. I was born in '84. There is a difference between '84 and '98. A big difference. How many years yeah. was that, Gary? I started high school when he was born. Not. I make it sound like I'm just putting him down. So, uh. Well, fuck me for saying anything <laughs> now. <laughs> yes, fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, you, we have uh, social media. You can check us out at uh, Cinephilia Podcast at Instagram. Well, yeah, oh. at Gmail. But uh, our username, I forget which is which. Always, I know TikTok is Cinephilia Pod, and I think Instagram is Cinephilia Pod. Cast. I think it's Cinephilia Podcast. And the email know. is... Twitter and TikTok are at Cinephilia Pod. Instagram is Cinephilia Podcast. Yeah. So let me repeat that again, because Gaddy just fucking <laughs> blew through it and confused the shit out of everyone. On Instagram, we are at Cinephilia Podcast. On Twitter and TikTok. Yes. Yes, that's correct. We are Cinephilia Pod. Our email address is cinephiliapod at gmail.com. Gaddy can never seem to get through that or remember what our email address is. Have we gotten an email? nope that's unfortunate (laughs) maybe today will be the day we'll get one um uh our personal uh social accounts um gaddy's is eye-opening exp um on pretty much every form of social media youtube instagram OnlyFans, (laughs) tinder grinder bumber Bumbers, no, Bumbers the new one. That's the ones that the people who only like what's it from the, behind. What's the celebrity one? What's the celebrity uh, dating app? I don't know. What is it? There's one that only celebrities can get into. Gaddy doesn't have an yeah. account there. I'm hoping no. for our I'm next. I'm a celebrity. Well, exactly. <laughs> our next episode, we'll get in. We'll get Gaddy an invite. Um. So Gaddy's is eye-opening exp e y e e p e e n i n g. How many e's are in there? Twelve. <laughs> Giving me shit for blowing through it. I would have been done like a half an hour ago. <laughs> I'm trying to be clear. <laughs> it sounds like we're honestly mad at each other. I know. We're not. We're, this we is just, all Keaton's fault. Yeah, this is how we, <laughs> this is how we talk. Um, mine is, uh, I just do Instagram, basically. It's as the sun sets. Keaton, do you have any s- local social things yeah. that you want to call out? Uh, my Instagram, I just post stupid stuff there. Uh, it's just Keaton.Butlick. My last name is hard to spell, so I might need to change it. Uh, and then on TikTok, how, I post... How do you spell I'm your gonna, last name so if people are wanting uh, to hear your rants B-E- and raving? B-E-U-T-L-I-C-H. And then on TikTok, I'm going to start posting, because I stream on Twitch. Uh, little stupid clips there. And on there, it's just Dick Pays. Dick Pays. <laughs> what? Yep, that's it. <laughs> All right. Interesting name. I like it. Um, <laughs> I don't really have so, much else to say. It's a reference to like a YouTube video. Oh, okay. I 
I thought it was just reference to your personal life, but okay. <laughs> nah. Okay. <laughs> Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Keaton, thank you again. I'm sure we'll have you on again to discuss one of the movies that we talked about. Iron Giant. Yeah. Iron Giant. <laughs> um, thank you, Gaddy, for being you. <laughs> and time to be Trevor. That's, that's all I got. Just for drama, man. <laughs> Just for drama. Um, say hi to your family. Say hi to your mom and everybody. Yeah. Say hi to your mother for me. Say, I, I don't mean it like that, you <laughs> sick fuck. Um, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> bye. Bye. Right. Bye. Yeah, bye. Right. See bye. you. Thank you. Bye. See ya. One more time. Get a goddamn job, Al.